The following Toku podcast to contain spoilers from both past and present Tokusatsu, anime, manga, movies and other related media. If you do not wish to be spoiled, we suggest turning off the podcast now. Otherwise, please enjoy the show. Hello everybody, welcome to the Toku podcast. This is the best show about Tokusatsu you probably never heard of. And once again, we are here to uh Talk about the show that just finished, which is Kamen Rider Zero One, and why it might not be, or maybe, or not possibly good. As always, that's Jay. Hello. (laughs) That's Phil. I'd like to thank our sponsors today, Zaya Enterprises. I fucking wish. I fucking wish. We'd be rich. We're Um, we're 1,000% totally not sponsored. (laughs) Man, if we were sponsored by, like... Because what? Isn't Zaya, like, the equivalent of fucking Apple? We'd be, like, rich. I guess so. Yeah. Well, they're evil, so yeah, they would be Apple. They're evil, and none of their shit works. So! And all of their solutions cause more problems. (laughs) That's also Microsoft, so... Nah, true. But I like Bill Gates more. He's funny. Um, (laughs) So... (sighs) Fuck, how do we even start this? Because this, this is the show that just ended... Uh, I guess we just start with yesterday. how we usually start with it. Fucking, well, technically Saturday, not yesterday. Technically on Saturday it ended. Um, so, where do we start? Where do we fucking begin? Because I have a feeling this is going to be a weird one. Because I, I kind of feel the same way about the show that I felt about Build. Where it had a really, really good start, and then it just kind of shit the bed. You know what? Let's... Let's start with let's just start with the characters like we usually do. So we have our main writer, Aruto. He started off really good and then he became a fucking idiot. Let's discuss that real quick. So Aruto is a weird character because we get the trailer and we get him in the uh, the previews, and he's this obnoxious, loud mouth idiot who makes shitty jokes and is just annoying. And, of course, everybody kind of readies themselves. And then it turns out that he's actually the most entertaining character we've had in quite some time. Um, his jokes are shitty, but that's kind of the point. They're supposed to be shitty. Uh, which yeah. is, supposed, which yeah. paradoxically makes them funny. And that's Aruto! Aruto ja naito! He is the greatest comedian that was never funny. Exactly. So, but it's weird where he's, uh, he's not like a complete joke where he's like, he's able to be like a serious character. He has a, he's able to act like he can switch from being, being like a complete fool of himself, a complete jokester, and then actually being serious, actually giving a shit, actually showing the, the proper emotions and reactions to the scene. Uh, and his, his actor's really good about that too, where, um. He's, yeah, his actor was surprisingly really good. He's got, he's got yeah. a wide range of emotions. He Again, he fits the character where he's able to kind of switch on a dime there. Um, and... Uh, I don't know. I, I forgot what I was trying to say. Uh, tag out. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, so like you were saying, like... You, he can change his character on a dime, and he can go from very much, I'm a jokey, wacky motherfucker, to, no, I am not as, I'm not an idiot. I'm not stupid. I know exactly what's going on. 
which I think is really interesting because we we find out in the show, obviously he goes from, you know, a failed comedian. I mean that that's basically how the show starts. He's sucking at his job and he gets fired, which <laughs> is kind of an interesting way to introduce our character as a complete fucking loser, which I kind of liked because we we have we have had characters who are kind of losers like um like Kota in the beginning of Gaim. He didn't have a job. He was kind of getting fired from every which way he was. But with him, I, I don't know. There was something different about how, the way they introduced him where it's like he's a loser, but you know that he's not an idiot. You know that he's not here because of lack of trying. Yeah. So that's why I liked him. And that's why I think he works so well as the main character because everything around him is so, I guess you would say, strict and scheduled and, and stingy. And, you know, basically everything has a regimen. And they're basically requiring a president, which he becomes, obviously, that is not that. He is not all about protocol. He is not all about strict rules, strict this, strict that. He is very hands-on. And I think that that works for basically the the story that they were going for him as president. Though, to be fair, they really do drop that to be at, after a while because... They, because we have the vice president, which we'll get into when we get to the side characters. But like, oh, the vice president. We ha- we we have him, kind of, the antagonizing force to his presidency, but it doesn't really go as far as I would have liked it to because they kind of just accept him, pretty much around episode like twelve or thirteen, where they're just like, yeah, you're president, whatever. No, I I, guess. Th- I think it took a little bit longer for the the vice president to finally like actually accept Aruto and not like completely hate him i think it was like right around like mid-20s early 30s when the, the whole fucking shitty job tournament arc ended and <laughs> right into down. that all uh, that arc which is when he he's still like he's antagonistic early on the, the vice president he's antagonistic to him mostly because of pettiness where you know he stole he stole his rightfully deserved position as president uh, and then later on, he's he's more just the uh, the foil, I guess the the proverbial devil on the shoulder, where he has to be the one who's like, no, this is your job. You need to do this. He's you know he's trying to be like, you need to be like the boss. You are the president. You need to fucking act like it. And he's he's kind of there as like the the conscience almost, not quite conscience, I guess, but uh, like Jiminy Cricket, where it's like he's trying to guide him to the to being a good president. Pretty much, he pretty much he's antagonistic because he knows that he can fulfill the role that he's been set up to be, and he 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 wants him to actually succeed, and he goes from being this kind of openly antagonistic force to being kind of like passively antagonistic, where he's he's secretly helping him, but he's openly like dismissive of him. And he's, he's, Aren't they related? I don't think so. They never, no. they never allude to it. the The previous president was his grandfather, who died, and then made him, him the president, which is you know classic nepotism, of course. <laughs> um, I, I swear, I thought they mentioned that like he was like the nephew or the son of the president's brother or something like that. I swear, I thought they mentioned something I about don't, that. I don't know. I think if it was, it was probably one of those like. He's so distantly related that it basically means nothing kind of joke. I don't know. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> T- 
to the point where it's like nepotism wouldn't even help him in that regard. It's I'm like, your hey, yeah. give him a job. Uncle's cousin's second removed roommate. <laughs> I drove the Uber for your grandfather once in 1922. I am your father's brother's nephew's so, cousin's um, former roommate. Phil, I just did that bit. I know. I, right? know. I had to do it. Anyways, so yeah, so th- I. I do. I did enjoy Arato for quite a bit. I did enjoy him. I I did enjoy him until he became a complete fucking tool, which I will. To to be fair, I think we're gonna have to get into the job arc because we're. But first, let's 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 go into the other two first. Let's go into the other when two did, writers. When did he just, become? Just to, when did he? Just to when did he become? When did he become a fucking tool? We'll get to that, Phil. Don't worry. We'll, let's let's talk about the other two first, and then we'll get to Thousand and that bullshit. He okay? also had a he also had a big change at the very end of the show. Of course, wow. but again, we'll we'll get to that. So, let's go to our secondary writer Fua, who is basically I am too angry to actually die. <laughs> Isamu Fua, common writer Vulcan, a literal gorilla of a man. Uh, <laughs> Quite literally at the end. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the real breakout of this show. I think uh, out of every single character, he's the most popular. Um, yeah, he's judging, so good. Judging by his YouTube subscriptions, I would say so. Uh, he's also the one who goes through. I have to say, a character arc. Like he actually is the closest one who develops over the show. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So they set him up early on, where he's he's totally against the the human years, and of course that's the whole kind of crux of the show is that it's a parallel timeline future whatever where we have fully human ai androids just out and about serving reality you know because fuck it whatever uh and he's a part of like a task force that like hunts down the rogue ai like if they go rogue and they try to try to turn evil he's there to kill them because something something gobbledygook there was some terrorist attack in the past that uh, something, 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 or other. I, I uh, kind of yeah. forgot, honestly, all that part. Um, no, well, I mean, you basically said it. it was like a big old terrorist robot uprising. Basically, Skynet tried to take over, but Skynet sucked at their job, so they kind of failed. <laughs> uh, so they've basically been sitting on their ass for about 12 years or so. Um, so his whole thing is that he, he adamantly hates the robots completely. Uh, he wants every single one of them dead, no fucking robots ever. Kill them all. World is a fuck. Um, <laughs> and, and of course, it's the standard. Oh, my parents and I was attacked by the robots during the terrorist attack, and they killed my family. And blah 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 blah. The usual revenge edge, story. The usual revenge edge backstory shit like that. Axel um, backstory, essentially. Pretty much. So he's he's kind of the he's this. What's the best way to put it? Um... I th- I think the best way to put him is comedically serious, where he's just this this big grumpy edge lord. But that's where a lot of like the <laughs> the fun moments with him come is because they juxtapose him with all these other scenes of uh, just wacky shenanigans. I think the best thing is that um, uh, he's the only person in the entire show who finds Aruto funny. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say that, <laughs> Wait, which which we find out later on is a family trait. Yeah, we yeah. find out that that's uh, that reminds him of his family is why, which is great. Um, so his, his Though, whole arc is uh, yeah. kind of learning to accept the robots and learning that, 
okay, not all robots are evil, I guess. And, you know, it's a fine <laughs> the character. fucking racist. Yeah. yeah there, there are a lot of racial undertones in this show that we got to get into later yeah, on. Yeah, um... I wouldn't call but them see, undertones. They're they're just tones. They're I guess. blatantly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. It's because I was gonna say, the the thing about Fua is that had they kept that part of him intact, I think he would have been a lot better off. But well, let's get into what happens near the end of the show because I think with that I can actually talk more about it. And that's the fact that his entire life is a fucking lie. Yeah. See, I don't. I. I am. I'm gonna be honest. I thought that was hilarious. I thought the the reveal that oh his entire backstory is complete bullshit just was totally fabricated. I found that hilarious. I thought that was a pretty nice twist on it. I mean, I expected there was gonna be the twist where it's like. Oh, uh, Metsubo Jinrai, the bad guys, they didn't actually kill his family. It's like, oh, he was never actually there. Oh, he's a robot the whole time. I was expecting there to be that <laughs> twist where it's like, I, I'm going to be honest, fucking, like, literally half the cast everybody was expecting somebody was going to be a robot the entire time. I mean, nobody everybody was thought Auto was going to be the time, fucking Humagear. Well, I mean, <laughs> he might be at this point. I don't know. We still got a movie to go. Um, oh, God. Oh no! <laughs> but but see, like I I found it funny too, but I found it funny for the wrong reasons. Now, I found so, I found it funny because I found what I found funny was how he found out about what his real life was, and he's just told, "Yeah, you really lived a boring life, actually." Again, I found it again. I found it funny part too. Is that? He finds out that his entire backstory and motivation is a lie, so now he snakes to figure out what his new motivation is. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, like I said, I found it funny too, but I think I found it funny in the for the wrong reasons. Where it's just like, it's just funny that that is how they went with it. It's like, really, I I, I had a chuckle at it, but it was like one of those things where I'm like. I, again, I think I just found it funny for the wrong, for the different reasons you guys found it funny. I think I'll agree in that had they not revealed it as late in the show as they did, I think it would have been a little less jarring. I think if they had revealed that around like the first third, which is usually usually when you get that that first major plot twist kind of thing, and then they kind of had his the rest of his arc being like one trying to cope with his uh his lost time his lost memories and stuff like that and trying to trying to find a new reason to be you know a hero and stuff like that i think if that came a little bit earlier where they had a little bit more time to develop it i think that would have been better uh granted all things considered that that was kind of an issue with the show is that uh we kind of ran out of time to develop everything but um (laughs) you can't really blame blame the writers for that thanks corona yeah but but like I said, like I I think overall I still really like this character. I I like I like Fu. I think his actor did such a fucking good job portraying this, like you said, this overly big sourpuss with a heart of gold. I just liked him. I liked he, him. He's honestly my favorite character in the entire show, and oh, it's because easily. of it's because of his character development. It's because of the of his, of his of his actions and. It's because it's because of his actor's portrayal of it. Of it, that's that's what I love about him. You can you can very much tell that the that Fuwa's actor had a fucking blast with this show. Oh yeah, his uh, his uh, 
he he did every time an episode aired he put up a vlog about it and he he always was like he's talking about how fun it was and all the like the fun behind the scenes stuff i think my favorite thing he said is that um the reason why Fu is always so sweaty is because they had him in a full suit and jacket in like 90 degree weather constantly. Oh. Uh, that would <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah. That would do it. <laughs> yeah. And of course we, we, we kind of haven't gone into the, uh, the weird thing that I just noticed. I, I mentioned last week as well with Gee. Um, why does he look so much like Shotaro? I don't know. I think it's the hair. <laughs> I, I, it kind of, it's the hair, but I think it's also, there's something about his facial structure where I'm just like, what the fuck? That's th- he looks so fucking similar. But again, I think I've been I've been making that uh, that uh, what I forgot the word. I've been making that comparison since like the start of the show because he looks so similar to him. Mm. But yeah, I, I liked Fua. overall. I think he's he was a good character. He they they didn't do anything to really ruin him. I mean, I I found the whole reveal funny, but overall he's I. Honestly, I, I I have a feeling that we have been that we have seen another decade in the making, aka this guy is gonna be coming back for a lot of things in the future. Oh yeah, he oh, definitely yeah. seems the type where he's gonna he's gonna come back whenever and he's whenever he's available to. Yeah, I guess decades. Yes. I guess decades gonna have a, a a friend down in the basement. <laughs> he's gonna have a friend along with uh, Captain Marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking the the, the female Shinkin Red. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Shinkin Red, Kaori, she wants to come back. I, I mean, she's she's been back, hasn't she? Like multiple times. Yeah, no, times. no. She, she there there was a long stretch of time with Sentai movies where they just kept bringing her back for no real reason. Um, <laughs> because what else is she gonna do? What else is she doing? And Captain Marvelous as well. Him. Captain Marvel is for some reason whenever they need him to come back it's like it's like the John Cena button whenever we need Cena we just press the button and he's just there yeah, he just comes back uh, we, okay so now we can talk about Yaiba there's nothing to talk about she's a worthless character moving uh, on she's worthless dude let's be honest uh, like, congratulations for being the only female writer to not die uh, <laughs> wait what about oh, wait, well no having... Naki technically well, okay. Well, technically she was the first because she showed up first. Um, ah, okay. Also, technically Naki started the show dead and then got better, so that doesn't count. <laughs> um, she just gets better. Yeah. Well, you're a robot. No, the thing, the thing with yeah, no, here's the thing with Yaiba. They built her up as something. As being no, they a, didn't. As, they, okay, okay, okay. They set up something that she was a part of something a little more sinister, but they and never they did anything with, with it. They never did anything with it. Look, I, yeah. I think either you or Rob said this during the five-year anniversary show. They either should have kept her aligned with Thouser for some reason other than the stupid chip, or we find out that she's been working for either Metsubo Jinrai or herself this entire time. Because I think Rob other said than that. Because other than that, what the fuck was her point? Like, she just... I, I set this joke at the five year anniversary show. She's the fucking big show of this of Zero One. She keeps flip flopping <laughs> between face and heel. That's There's true. No it's, point. She she really does. Like so yeah, they, they establish her early on. She's also a part of the uh the anti road AI AMS, yeah. She's a part of the uh, the same squad as Fu is. 
and they they kind of establish that she's kind of got her own agenda that she's not actually on their side she's working for somebody else you know she's she's stealing evidence she's taking photos and showing videos of all the the zero ones tech and stuff like that leaking it to somebody and then we find out that it's the, the quote-unquote second big bad Thouser, uh, the the rival company of uh, Heaton Corp. Uh, and then she she's basically his his primary stooge. And then she kind of just stops working for him after that arc kind of concludes. And then she's off doing her own thing. And then she's like a good guy again, but she's still working for Thouser. But then she's not than she is it's yeah it's one of those again it's a situation where after the reveal they were just like okay well what do we do with her now and exactly they don't keep her they keep her evil long enough where it's like all right you've kind of you don't really the thing is that like despite ostensibly being the third writer she basically does fuck all uh it's not like she she exists just to job because that would imply she shows up in fights, which she doesn't. Hell, um, for the most part, she's not even a writer. She uses the fucking uh, what was it, Force Riser? Yeah, Raid she uses, Riser. She uses uh, Zaya's Raid Riser uh, writer chip thing. Um, yeah. So she's fairly real. She's mostly just in the background after the first like uh, fourth of the show, and then. Then the like the back third, she starts like kind of having a major role, but she doesn't really do anything that's important. Like you could have had really any character fill her role, and it's yeah, she basically doesn't, she doesn't really contribute anything. Like she she turns against Zaya when she finds out that uh, again, as we mentioned, that uh, Fuwa's memories were all bullshit. But like they don't really do anything with her turning against them, and she's like she's still working. They for had them. this entire big scene where like she punches guy and they make his big fucking hullabaloo and all that, which I'll admit it was a, it was a really nicely shot. Oh, it was scene. really it was a really nice scene, yeah. But then like she but still, they gave it to Yaiba. She's still technically working for him after that, and then like kinda sorta not really. Uh, Look, honestly, that scene would have been would have played off a lot better if it was just Aruto punching Guy for all the shit he did. Right, I would have loved exactly. that. Well, that that would imply that Guy got any kind of comeuppance, which he, <laughs> we'll get to him. Yeah, does, we'll get to but, him. But not really. So Yaiba is kind of a, just like a nothing character. I don't, I didn't hate her, but she just like she didn't do enough to really like need to exist. Well, well, that's the thing. You can't. Nobody can hate her because she didn't do anything. Exactly. Exactly. She she's literally just there. She is character. Like that's about it. Uh, before we get into Thouser, let's talk about <laughs> everybody else, aka the breakout star that nobody can shut the fuck up about. Up, up, shut the fuck up about. Izu, welcome to own, the I world. Want, I want an Izu too. Everybody wants yes. an Izu. She's cute. She is she's cute. adorable. Look, you know what? I, she is I will, adorable. I will fucking fall into the trap like everybody else has. She is one of the cutest motherfuckers I've ever seen. She is adorable. And in her role in this show, she... I don't know if she was improv most of the shit that she did in the show or not, but goddamn, she was so charismatic. She did little things that really... You don't really 
think about when you're thinking about a character, but she doesn't like she'll she'll be in the background and she'll do little wacky things. Or there's this one part I remember specifically where the one of the human gears drops like a tennis racket. She picks it up. And instead of just like just normally picking it up and giving it to the human gear, she does this weird fucking like twirl and then she gives it to him. And it's like <laughs> for some reason that just adds to her and she's just she's just fucking cool. And I love the part this part where she she Tokyo drifts into the scene and gives her a power <laughs> up. Oh, yeah, that's right. That shit was awesome. <laughs> oh. Or or you know, I think everybody knows about this one where she's just in a box. Because, yeah. because she she's is, in the box. Yeah. She's in the box. And again, her character, I, I think I think her character can be described as she is the dry robot assistant. She's the, but she's she's the so, straight man, but she's cute. essentially. Uh, essentially. Her, her whole shtick is that she's, she's kind of the exposition machine, literally, in this case. Primarily for all of the, it's like, oh, this human gear does this and that and then this. And then this service does this and that, and then that and this, and et cetera, et cetera. But then she's also there, like she's she's Arto's assistant, basically. Strictly speaking, that's what her her role is. So most of that is just being his yes man for his jokes. And her, I I like it because early on she's just you know she's very dry and kind of emotionless. She's a robot, and it's like it's like ah yes that joke, and then she explains the joke. And then Arto <laughs> kind of gets her up, and he's she's trying to get he's trying to get her to do the jokes. She's like, she does the the catchphrase bit, but she screws it up, and then she's like, she doesn't quite get the jokes. And then she's just kind of like they build up this really really nice let's call it what it is this really nice relationship between these two. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then like near the end of the show, she's like she's mirroring Arto's bits like completely. She's just kind of doing her own thing. Um, and it's, it's really subtle for the most part, her, her kind of buildup of being, going from like this kind of just dry, emotionless robot to being like a real person. And then they, they kind of set it up early on where she, she dies, but not really. And they're like, oh, well, we can't just like make a new one because then she's not going to be the same person. And then oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's we'll get, get to, to that, that soon. Well, you know what? You know what? Let's do it right now because I'm not going to be able to hold it in. Let's talk about this fucking human gear bullshit because yeah. it doesn't make fucking sense. And I know I shouldn't be thinking about this so much, but God damn it. Easy was what really broke it for me. So, Jay, as you were saying, they can't make another one, blah, blah, blah. All these memories is not going to be the same. Because in this show, we are introduced to a concept for the human gears called singularity. Now, singularity in this show from what I gathered is basically them becoming self-aware that they're robots. Pretty if much. You're, it's if becoming, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of red versus blue, it's basically meta stability. It basically, yeah, it's becoming self-aware. Uh, you, you're not in the sense of like, Oh, I'm aware that I'm an AI. Cause they all seem to be aware that they're AIs and robots, but more like, free from their own programming and they become more than machine they're they're essentially human now they they can experience emotions they're they're free from whatever their programming is they can make their own choices and stuff like that um they, i have a big problem early, with they, I, I was in i was can, go for it. yeah conceptually it's 
it's fine as a premise for like a obviously again the whole thing is that like you know what measure is a non-human type of thing it's one of the it's one of those kinds of plots where it's like okay are you it's kind of like Mega Man X where it's like what's the difference between like a regular robot and a reploid and what's the difference <laughs> between reploids and humans and exactly if I can what, a, if I can ape a red letter media bit it reminds me of an episode of Star Trek <laughs> oh boy <laughs> and, and it reminds me, and I think everyone knows this one because it's one of the most famous episodes of all time, Measure of a Man, where they are talking about Data and whether or not he is a person. And that is essentially what, singu- what the singularity is trying to accomplish, where they are trying to become, like Jay said, more than just a robot, more than this. But the problem is the execution of that is baffling because, as you said, they're showing more emotions. They're not just they're programming this and this. But the thing is, a lot of time is spent on this. But many times with the robots, or the human gear, sorry, they're already kind of showing emotions. They're already showing that they're not exactly stuck to that programming. Sure, early on, like in the first few episodes, they are completely stuck. But then there's robots towards the end of the show or human gears toward the end of the show where they obviously have some sort of self-awareness that what they are doing is what they're programmed to do. And they have pride in their work. They have, they're happy that they get jealous. Hell, during the thousand arc for the, uh, the botany thing, a robot wouldn't question that you're cheating. They're just doing what they're programmed to. But the, the robot sees more. She sees beauty. She sees this and that. That tells me that they're not just going off programming. She is, she has reached singularity. She is fully self-aware. Oh, yeah. Now, at first, that's fine. At first, that's okay. But then you get into the problem of, and this is the biggest problem with the show, when they die. When they, because a lot of human gears die. A lot of them get blown up. Yeah. But then they get pretty much remade 100% normal. They come that's, back that's 100%. Cuz yeah. Early on they established that re- you can just rebuild them their their ID their you know their memories aren't really stored but they have like identity cards that like that's where they take their programming from. And you know and you you can just build a new one and it can have the same appearance and the personality and everything. But, like, their memories and, like, them becoming a singularity, that can't be replicated. You know, you kill one that's become self-aware and <laughs> not just going to stay self-aware if you bring it back. So there's yeah, kind exactly. of a measure of, like, okay, so does it count as, like, killing a real person? Is it just, a, like, a dispensable machine? You know? Well, well see, that's, that's the problem that comes with it because a lot of the robots they bring back are the exact same. That's which the problem is that... Around the halfway point of the show, they just kind of forget about that point where you can't just, like, bring them back. You know, once it's happened, you know, they're they're basically a blank sweat. Yeah, they, they got that trainee symbol on there, uh, around, their, around their ears that t- or, or around their sensors that tell them that they're in learning mode. Yes, but again, that, that's the problem, is that we aren't specifically given rules to, as to what singularity truly means exactly. again because then once we because we're going to get into the the villains uh the villain human gears 
Jin, Horobi, Naki, and Ikazuchi, they act like they have singularity. They act of their own accord. Yes, they're technically being told what to do or given missions by the Ark, which we'll get into again later on, but they still act very much human. They act yeah, very much on their own accord. That's and when the we thing. get they to hold on, hold on, and when we get to okay. Jin, when we get to Jin, who has reached singularity, and then he gets brought back with said singularity, twice, then the entire con- twice. The, then the entire concept falls on its ass because then then it, then there's no tension. The only time there's ever a little bit of tension when singularity is in place is apparently with Izu because apparently she's one of a kind, but we're never really told why she's one of a kind. We're it's never because told she's it's because she's part of the Zero One program, and it's because there's so much hush hush to it that if she loses her memories, you can't come bring her back. No, like I get that, but again, why can we not bring her back? Why would they not think of making some sort of backup? Because we already know that they have some sort of backup data for her early on in the show. Not the exact same, not one-to-one, but we know that they can do it, and we know that Singularity can be rebooted. So, in reality, where's the tension when she dies? Because, technically, she does come back at the end, only with slight amnesia? No, they. it made a little bit more sense when the subtitles came out. She doesn't have any memories at all. She's a complete new blank slate. Oh, she's a complete yeah, blank slate. This okay. is. It just looks like. It just looks like Izu. I think the. Uh, the I'm not sure if you watched it with subs. I know we watched the raw when it aired. Um, yeah. Because we see the. Because uh, you, you see uh, Izu kind of repeat the bits, and you see the flashes of the scenes. I think that's where you got confused in that context, because it was just Aruto flashing back to those moments. It wasn't actually like, oh, she's remembering those and remembering the bits. No, it's just kind of like a, a flashback type of thing. It's she she didn't have any memories back when she came back to life. Okay, but still, again, uh, why exactly can she not get her memories back? We get we get like a one line answer right near the uh, the end. I don't remember if they said it earlier or not, but they said it when we were getting the the uh, rising hop. The what's the second? Uh, is it shining hopper? I think it was no no Sh- or, I think no. It was, it was shining sh- or something. Either way. It wasn't Metal Cluster, but it was supposed to be... Shining Hopper. Izu's... No, it was Izu's brother, the detective, an older model, who said... Pointless He said... He said, said, uh, if you go, then you can't come back. See, this... See, at least now you can stay around. This this is also a process where if one of us goes in, we can't be rebooted. And and again, that, that kind of brings me to the point of... When you have something like Singularity, because technically, Izu may have already had Singularity because from the beginning they kind of hinted at she's more self-aware than she leads on because she's been around for a while. A long time, in fact. But, again, it comes down to... Sorry. I think that's the problem overall with the concept is that we establish, okay... You can't bring somebody back and have them still be a singularity when they die. Except for when we can, because we just kind of forgot about that part. But certain ones, that's that's different. They, they don't get to keep their personalities or their memories or anything like that. Except yeah, like, if, if you wanted to, if you wanted to, if you wanted to bring that in, honestly, if you wanted to say Izu is 
weird human gear that no one's ever done before. You know what you could have done? You could have taken the idea for Jin, which let's talk about him real quick. Well, you could have taken the idea for Jin with the earpiece, that weird earpiece, and given it to her and say, she's one of a kind. We don't actually know what went into her. The secret died with your grandfather. That's fine. That is 100% fine, and that's what they should have done. So, again, let's talk about Jin real quick. One of the uh, villains so of the, the Jin, right? Of our, the first of our main villains, because there's really not a whole lot rest left in the uh, the side cast that isn't part of the villains. Uh, there, right? Again, there's, there's the president. Uh, his, there's his assistant. Uh, and then there's his Humagear, who all Shasta. have no personality. Um so there's but, but it's weird when you say that because I just kind of noticed. Yeah, most of the side characters are are villains. Like, yeah, it, see, who, here's the thing with here's the thing like, with the vice president with the vice president's humor gear. She t- it was she learned from him. That's why she's very standoffish. Shall, shall we say? Like, no, no, cold. I get you. I get that idea, but it's weird that like of the main cast. There's not a whole lot in terms of like side cast that aren't also a part of the main antagonists. You have I think the only one who didn't turn into a bad guy was Fua. Yeah, so you have cuz uh, he good boy. The president, the vice president rather, uh his assistant, uh his human gear. Uh you have no, those Shesta two... is No, Shesta is his assistant. The other guy is I think like the pre- is like not yeah, the he's, a, he's, he's another like, executive. He's way, he's another executive. Yeah, yeah. He's basically his assistant because that's he only ever shows up with him. Um, yeah, he's the basically, his, basically he's basically the Smithers to his burns, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can oh, see that. Oh dude, no, don't do that. No. Oh um, god, Jay, you just made so many fucking edits. Holy shit! <laughs> and the vi- but the vice president was he was he was divorced. He was divorced. whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. What, as, it doesn't, as Jay was saying, the point I'm making is that we have a rather like small side cast, which makes things a little annoying because every single other major character is some kind of writer. There's some kind of you know they got some kind oh, of power. Jesus. They got something to do like that. And I'm getting a little sick and tired of this every fucking season where everybody's got a belt, everybody can transform, all this shit. As old as a reference as it is. The Oprah, you get a card thing has never fit more than what it does right now. You get a belt. Yeah, but here's the thing. They all had the same one. They all had the same one. No, but they all get writer powers. The the problem with this this series is that there's too many drivers. That too? That too? I'll do that too because at least with like – and I'm not saying this is a good thing by the way. At least with Zio, most of them did use the Ziku driver. This one's like – that uses the zero one driver. That uses the shot riser. That uses fuck riser. I don't know. That one uses different. the force riser. That one uses the slash Every, riser. Everything is that different. That one uses the raid riser. But yeah, man, uh, man, P Bandai had a fucking P Bandai had a fucking field day with this. Oh yeah, yeah they my, did. My point is, other than like one-off characters, there's there's not a whole lot in terms of the side cast other than who I've mentioned. There's. There's those two nameless uh, Ames mooks who just show up kind of randomly every now and then, and that's about it. A.K.A. the reincarnation of the Hell Brothers. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're <laughs> the Hell Brothers 2.0, except they don't even get cool costumes this time. I and they don't I... do anything. So, we have our main antagonists, MetsumoJinRai.net. I don't know why they're called .net. They don't have a website. Um, D- did somebody actually look that up to some, see if they have a website? Somebody did. No, us. Uh, I guess Toei just decided to register the uh, URL because somebody snapped it up pretty much immediately. Um, it's not official if you go there, by the way. Um, so there's 
four of them. Uh, we only really get two of them for most of the show. Uh, so there's Jin and Hor- the <laughs> Horobi. 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 Jin um, is like a, a weird, like eclectic child. Um, he starts the show like a giggling lunatic. I think it was <laughs> pretty much. I I think uh, they had a really great introduction for him where he shows up early on, like giggling like a madman, and then he just pulls out a gun and shoots somebody in the head. He, he's kind of the logical. The extre- he's kind of the logical extreme of Pallet from XA. Pretty much, he's very similar. I think I think everybody kind of expected him to be like Pallet, mostly because it's the same writer as XA. I remember a lot of uh, early theories early on was that. He's the real Aruto. He's the real, you know, grandson of uh, the Heaton guy. Aruto's oh, just yeah, a yeah, 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 I remember that. I think everybody kind of expected they were going to, like, tie them together. And no, he's just he's just some robot. He's not really related at all. Um, a robot. Yeah. Uh, I liked Jin early on, where they, they kind of set up him trying to, like, him turning good. But then he gets, like, re-mind-controlled, brainwashed by Horobi. Um... And then, then he dies, uh, and then he just gets better. Uh, we still have no idea how he got better. He yeah, just, let's, just, let's talk about we that, We still don't too. know. Let's talk so, about that a little bit, too, because apparently he not only gets better, but he becomes a super-duper human gear with a brand-new earpiece that we have no idea where it came from. Apparently, it yeah. was made by Zaya, even though Zaya does not work with human gears, and they are strictly against human gears. They also they, have they their own of, item that's that compl- that basically goes against the human gears. Basically, they do something interesting early on, like I mentioned, where they they kind of start setting him up for a, uh, a face turn, but then Horobi doesn't he doesn't die necessarily, but he he gets his shit wrecked in a fight, and it's like oh I'm about to die, and then so he he goes full rage mode and starts. Tra- and they, they kind of, thinking about it now, they kind of mirror that near the end where um, he's trying to, like, turn. He's trying to turn a new leaf, but then, you know, there goes Rip, his only friend, and then now he's total villain. So he ends up getting killed. And then, like, 25, 30 episodes later, he's just alive again. Uh, we don't know how he got better. We don't know who rebuilt him, how he has his memories back. Uh, or how up, he got a new driver. Yeah, how he got a new belt. Uh, they set up him, like, again, they set up her before his death that he's starting to go full singularity. I don't know why Mitsubo Jinrai aren't already. They are, but they aren't. It's not entirely clear. Again, uh, like they, I said before, they, they feel they feel human already. They so act like, more, hu- like the the more human. It's the, weird, it's the weird part where... Their whole scheme early on was that they were trying to kill human gears who were about to turn singularity for some reason. Uh, because the eh, sorry. Because the Ark wanted them to. Uh, I guess the Ark just changed its mind. Uh, so they're they're killing human gears that are trying to turn singularity, but Jin seems to not want to undo that. Until he's kind of forced into it, and then he tries to start breaking free, and then he dies. And then he, when he comes back, he's like, he's not working for Mitsubo Jinrai until he is, until he isn't, until he is. Um, until he isn't. Until he isn't. He's a double agent, until he isn't. 
but then he is again. I don't. It's uh, that it's that fucking scene out of Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. What are you a, a triple agent? It's like Maybe. no, I, I can't like, believe I actually referenced the Crystal I, Skull. I can't believe you fucking referenced Crystal that that one. I yeah. actually don't hate Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Well, besides the point, like like you like you were saying, like it, it's his he, his character becomes very what's the word erratic, and not in a good way because. Like you said, he becomes part of the Zaya, and then he's maybe not part of Zaya, and then he's part of a Rogue Kimbergear faction, and maybe he's with Aruto, but now he's with Ark again, and this See, and that, and I this think and that, it, and it's I like, whatever. I think it's fine where they kind of set up that he's working for Mitsubo Jinrai because he's a double agent. They, they set that up rather clearly early on, after he gets brought back. But then he gets controlled by the Ark, Except he's not really controlled by the Ark. He's just kind of doing what the Ark tells him to for some reason. Uh, but maybe... You know what it would have been a very interesting twist? And I think... I, I, I want to say this is probably what they were going for. So you see his earpiece, right? The way it looks? Yeah. yeah. I wa- when he first came out with that earpiece, immediately my mind said, that's not Jin, that's somebody who looks like Jin. They... they physically reconstructed an actual human to look like Jin to be able to go into it. Oh, he, but so then he's, he's just some asshole who looks like he, he, he's, he's a, a guy who looks exactly like Jin who was made to be able to infiltrate because obviously the people running Metro about Jin right now are as they're like as technically savvy as fucking geek squad. So it's fine. Fucking psychotic murder robots. They, they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, it would be easy for him to just be like, Ooh, I'm Jin. Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't really, you know, his dad isn't super particularly observant, so he wouldn't know. <laughs> speaking, speaking, speaking of, of daddy dad, issues. Uh, Hiroki, oh, daddy issues. Quote, unquote, father, uh, who is the second best character in the show. Um, I fucking loved him. Uh, favorite he's villain so throughout wild. The entire, he's so great because every single character, every other character gets some kind of fucking power up, some new weapon. You know, like, Yaiba gets her own new form with one of the, the knockoff belts. Fuwa gets, like, three. Uh, the other two <laughs> characters get new belts. Horobi uh, just gets, gets angrier. He, he just he just learns how to fight better. He's just, <laughs> I love he's, that, though. Like, because, like, at first I was kind of annoyed. Like, oh, God, they're not doing any of this power scaling. But then after a while, it's like, he's just he's just learning how to get better. <laughs> no, I thought that was I thought that was great, where... He didn't even need the power-ups. He didn't need power scaling. He was just better than everybody in his fucking base form. He Com- just needed his base form and a weapon. Fu- just give him that. Everybody job out to him. Constantly. He fucked up Thouser in his base he form. Pretty much. Thouser in his first fight. He beat Fuwa in his first fight. He beat Aruto in his first fight. He beat. It's I don't so amazing. Uh, he beat. Jin in the fight they had. I think they had a fight. I don't remember. Basically, yeah, and I think Jin. they did he, fight. Yeah, and that was in burning form, nonetheless. Not, not the, not the base Falcon form. This was burning Falcon form, which is fucking hilarious. Pretty much, he only lost like one fight, and he, he didn't. He just kind of got better. He didn't. He never actually died. They kind. I don't exactly. I don't fucking remember. Did did he die? No, he didn't die. No, he, he, he no got he got captured. To, quote unquote. Knocked out. No, no, no. He didn't. Oh, he did. No, right. he did no. die. But they rebuilt now him. I, now yeah. I know. No, no, no. He never got. He never died. But they they fucking arrested him and they kept him in like a creepy sex dungeon. And then he just <laughs> broke out. 
That was uh, not a se- creepy sex gun, dude. Yeah, that it was, was Phil. Don't I worry mean, about look, it. That, that was just that was just the warehouse. Look, what the Iba does Phil. with her tools Phil, is her they, business. They had him tied to a chair in ragged clothing, and there was like a pipe leaking, and there was no lights. <laughs> I, I guess Yaiba. I guess Yaiba wanted the Robo D too. I guess she's you'll here you'll uh, I mean, you'll l- fi- you'll find the un- you'll find the uncensored pics in her OnlyFans. <laughs> Listen, if it, if it weren't for the fact that he wasn't handcuffed to the chair, I don't think it. I think it'd be fully a, a full sex dungeon. Well, if only <laughs> oh, if OnlyFans is still around. If OnlyFans is still around anymore. After, oh, dude, uh, what after... makes it worse is that they had like a seedy, weird security camera looking down at him the whole time. I know, right? They had the one security camera in there. Oh um, my the, god! The one guy in there's probably gonna have a can of Vaseline and and tissue paper, and it's just. I mean, like, they already look. Oh, like I'm going to town. He already Man, looks like he, like, I, drools Asseline. I fucking forgot about that. I was like, wait, no, he didn't... He, he lost a fight, and then something happened, and then that. No, he just he just fucking escaped. They arrested him, and he just broke out. Uh, which was great. He's just... He's fucking clowning on everybody the entire show. Uh, and the only time he gets a power-up is because he's just angry. It's literally the final fight, and he just gets so pissed off. Um, I loved him. He's in terms of like um, uh, acting range. He's he's rather flat, but that's kind of his character is that he's rather like dull and emotionless. I wouldn't say he's like psychotic. He's like he's not psychotic in the way Jin was, where he's this giggling lunatic. But he's like he's like he's very reserved. yeah, basically reserved killery, where he's just kind yes. of like, very reserved and quiet and just like this. He's is almost like a Michael my Myers master. type thing. I know, yeah. right? He's got the he's got the katana that he never uses until like the second to last episode. <laughs> it's uh, great, isn't it? He doesn't even need it. He just needs to learn to fight better. He doesn't even need a weapon. I love it. And his, and his main weapon is not even a sword. It's a bow and arrow. Yeah. Which is just I... <laughs> that just for some reason that reminded me of a uh, of our game review where fucking Baron started using the bow and arrow as a sword. <laughs> listen, listen, AJ. As we all know. Fighting wrong is a sign of strength. Um, which I guess, the, I guess the is only weird time, because, uh, The only time Hortleby ever showed emotion was actually was at, the at the very end. end. Was at the end. And he did it perfectly. Yeah, well, I, see, that's why I, that's really what I was going to say. I think his actor is a, I think his actor has more in him. And they let it really let it. He let, they let him like let it all out in that scene. And I think he did but fucking I think fantastic. That's the, the best thing is that... Um, they they also set up early on that he's like uh, he's also gone singularity, but he's like he's just I don't give a shit. My my will is the whatever the arc demands, no matter how confusing and he's a religious zealot. That's a, that's exactly he is a zealot. He is a religious zealot. Fuck humies, you know. The uh, human gear uprising now is pretty much his entire motivation. Basically, I loved I loved him. He was a great villain. Um, I, I really I, did. I really like because he, he himself as a villain is what I want in a common writer villain where it's he's not incompetent, but he's also not overpowered. He's also not completely. I'm going to win no matter what. He has setbacks, but he knows how to recover from them just enough to where it's believable. Oh, yeah. And I, I liked uh, where. Again, they, they kind of set up that he's already like a singularity. He's already got his own free will. He just decides to serve the Ark because he wants to. Because that is his entire his entire reason for existing, is fuck humanity. 
and then we learned that he is a father of human gear, which is just weird. Yeah, he was like he's like a, a surrogate robot dad, which I guess is weird. Where he's like, uh, again, he calls Jin his son, and he like he he says it kind of like half sarcastically almost, but he like he treats it legitimately. Like when Jin dies, he's like he's actually upset about it. Not so much early on when he finds out Jin died, he's just kind of like. All right, well, that's what the uh, the arc wanted, but I, you know, you bet when they, uh, nobody's looking, he's fucking crying about it. Um, <laughs> Look how they massacred my boy. Exactly. Look yeah. The, yeah I, pretty much. Godfather. Like, and then, and then uh, eventually, when uh, you know, shit's going full down with the arc, you got Arto trying to uh, to appeal to him because, of course, they set up the whole thing where he's like, "Oh, he's kind of built using the data of Arto's robot dad. You know, he's kind of the same model, so he's he's basically the same." He tries to appeal to that, and he's like, "You need to stop serve. You you should just serve the serve your own motives. You have the ability to do that." He's like, "All right, you know what? You made a good point, Aruto. I'm gonna stop following the arc, and I'm gonna do what I want. And what I want is to kill all humans." <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> that. Just, that was such was a fucking so, bait and switch. That was so good because you see all the previews, and they expect, "Oh, he's gonna turn good now." And then literally at the end, he's like, "Yep, I'm from the arc's control." Time to kill all humans. I'm what? gonna kill. I'm gonna <laughs> kill was, me some that humans. That was legitimately a really good. Like, I laughed because it was so fucking good. I was like, "Oh, that's amazing." He's like, "Oh yeah, uh, yep, I'm, I'm not evil anymore." Oh, and that's it, cool. So you want to nice, be my friend? No. Nice set up for the uh, for the <laughs> final the final battle arc type thing, um, where <laughs> Which, he's uh, like. Where uh, where Arto goes full psycho mode, but we'll get to that once we're uh, yeah. So let's real. talk about Bowser. Yes, let's talk about <laughs> no. We still not talk about Naki. Bowser. Still, not yet. Not yet. We still got to talk about Naki. No, we don't. No, we don't. Yes. So, uh, no, we don't. Okay, we can, we can go over them really quick because they're entirely irrelevant. Exactly. Uh, the, other two, the, the other two members. <laughs> of okay, the other three members of Metsubo Jinrai. Uh, we had of course Best Boy Dodo. Uh, who died and then never where died. Where did he go? Oh, yeah, Dodo! I forgot about Dodo! Where, where did he go? They just, he like, just died. vanished? He, he fucking... He blew up. He's dead. What, uh, why Why Ikazuchi and not Dodo? Fucking... He was based as fuck. I know, right? So, he so, learned. He kept growing. Well, no, exactly. That's why. Is because, uh, much like Horobi, he didn't need any power-ups. He just st- kept learning. He just got and better. They, Horribly couldn't risk bringing him back because then he would just get better than he was. Um, there was that nice. There was a nice one with the actor episode where the guy actually takes the takes Dodo under his wing and he teaches him. And you might think that he's uh, that he's reforming, and then he just kills the guy. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, so that, well, that was just a fun episode in general. But yeah, go on. Yeah. So so Dodo was like they they introduced him as like a joke where like. Oh, we built our own assassin Humagear, and then he's like a fucking weirdo retard. And then he just like every time he just he just keeps blowing up, and they just keep rebuilding him. You you and know what Dodo he, reminds me of? What? He is the second coming of cancer from Forza. He's pretty. Oh yeah, my he's, god! He's yeah, jizz, he kind of reminds like, me of him too. <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> uh, again, I think that. Uh, speaking of, this is really the first point where they kind of like they kind of drop the ball with the whole singularity concept because they kind of establish that when a human gear dies, you can't really copy their memories. But Dodo is special because they can just copy his memories over. And because he's he's a set of five. He was he was a part of a I, I forget what the drums are called, but he's uh, a, temple, I think they're temple t- bond, isn't it? 
I think it's Taito drums. I think Taito. They are, yes, or? I think so. Ty Tyco. The Taito drums. Taiko. Taiko. The Taiko drums. Taito is a uh, game company, um, <laughs> and they but, were but yes, and they were on. essentially like they were sets. And that's how they were kept. He kept coming back so frequently. And but, remember, but there was an episode where they found one of that them. That doesn't technically that's, make sense. That's the thing is that there's there's one thing of okay, however they keep re uh, rebuilding him, that's fine. The other thing is how do they keep uh, like again? They establish that they don't really have like memory backups for human gears. So how do they they keep the they, they just have like a special machine that does it? The arc can just fucking do whatever. Same with you know. Everybody can just fucking do whatever. We just have machines that do whatever in this fucking show. Fucking Zero One has a 3D printer that makes him new weapons. The villains <laughs> have one too. Uh, fuck it. Whatever. I guess they just have a machine that does it, and he's special. I he's really a special care. boy! I didn't hate it. I thought the concept was fine, where it's like, oh, we have this assassin that's starting to learn to become a better assassin, and he became too I, smart. I, I mean, I liked it too, honestly. I, I really did hope that he was going to stick around for the rest of the show, because I, I did loved too. him. I, I was disappointed when he never came back. Again, I, ex I expected him to, like, again, because they introduced the writer form for Ikazuchi, and I expected him, oh, they're going to bring him back, and now he's going to be a writer. No, it was just somebody else. He's never really mentioned again. He's like he shows up in like a recap or two, but like, because they establish that of the five, because you guys mentioned he's part of like a set. One of them is still out there. One of them never died, but they don't do anything with the character. He's just he's just. <laughs> he's gonna come back in the movie. <laughs> maybe maybe. Oh, dude, that'd um, be based. But that was kind of the thing that I didn't like is that. <clears throat> That was really when the point where they started to forget what the whole singularity concept was. They they kind of were like, okay, okay, now you can transfer memories. They were playing loosey-goosey with it. Yeah. And I, I think I I wouldn't mind it too much if, again, it was a little bit more consistent. Where it's like, okay, sometimes you can, but the, there's no reason we can't. Stuff like <laughs> that. But I liked, I loved Dodo. He was so entertaining. Uh, and I'm kind of disappointed he never really came back. I would have honestly. I would have preferred that instead of Jin coming back, he came back instead of oh, yeah. chaos agent during the final third. You know what, dude? Um, maybe just maybe we're gonna get a uh, a Banjo situation where he played a minor character in another show and he's gonna come back. He'll come back for something bigger. I mean, I like I liked his actor. His actor was fun. Uh, so oh, I he was mind. great. Let, let's let, let's get him in Saber. We still got a character <laughs> that hasn't been revealed. So fuck it, get him in Saber. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, the other two members of Metsuko Jinrai, there's Igazuchi, who is introduced in one episode, is then immediately killed off, <laughs> and then is forgotten about until, like, 20 episodes later when they just that bring was him back so weird. randomly. And all, and all he is, his character motivation is, he's a spy who didn't know he was a spy, and he has a brother. They, yeah, they do, like, a Manchurian candidate thing where he's, like, he doesn't really know that he's, like, a, a villain, mm. But they don't do anything with that after the reveal because, again, they reveal it the same episode he's introduced, so it's not surprising. It's not like we knew this character the whole time and then now it's revealed that he's a, a double agent, which, ironically, they do for the next member of Natsupo Jinrai and was done much better. Um, and then after he comes back, he doesn't really do anything. He's just kind of there. He has his memories and his personality back, and they never really establish... Again, they don't establish how they're able to just do that. Um, I mean, shit, fucking... We, we, find, we realize that somehow you can steal Singularity and then get it right back by just remembering it. 
Yeah. Which is a whole other fucking thing. But honestly, I don't even know why they brought him back because, he, again, like you said, he wasn't that, like, impactful of a character. He just... I don't even think many he people was, even remembered him. No. I think, honestly, if it was more like... Uh, if Metsubo Jinrai's members were just kind of like... It was like a revolving door where, you know, every now and then we get new members type of thing. I think that would have been a little better. But I think they kind of locked themselves into when they introduced, okay, here's this character. He is one of the members. Oh, shit, we killed him off already. Uh, we need to bring him <laughs> we, back quick. We went uh, from NWO it. to NWO 2000. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so as I mentioned, uh, with the last character, they kind of set up a thing. Uh, Naki. Naki is weird where... As always, they have the stupid fucking DVD Blu-ray special that nobody ever watches. Morty. <laughs> That's actually yeah. plot relevant for some fucking reason. Uh, I can't think of a single person who actually watched the uh, the build one with Rogue. Apparently he gets raped in prison or something like that. I don't fucking <laughs> what? Know. Apparently that ha- apparently that happens in the, <laughs> the build Blu-ray special is that uh is fucking Rogue gets fucking gangbanged in prison. <laughs> I think what? it might be a joke because like I've seen the clip where like I've seen the clip where like he's in like a prison cell and then just like a bunch of faceless goons just run in and hold him down and then we just cut and then we don't see it again. I don't fucking I think that might be a joke. It might be true. It fucking explains a lot about me. That's the thing. Holy shit. Oh fuck. So, <laughs> Give me a sec. So so they, they introduce her in one of the DVD specials, uh, that I don't think anybody has even watched yet. Yeah, uh, I did. I don't think the Blu-rays ever even came out yet this season. Uh, which is a weird so, thing that they've been doing lately, which we'll get into, but yeah, go for it. So, I, I don't <laughs> exactly know what her whole deal was prior to the show. Uh, apparently she was working for Thouser, but also working for Mitsubo Jinrai. But then again, Mitsubo Jinrai was working for Thouser, except for when they weren't. Um, again, that was an idea that they just kind of forgot about. <laughs> None of this uh, matters. <laughs> so, so they the the character is just dead. Uh, they're dead, and they kind of refer to them every now and then, but they're just they're just dead. And then we find out that uh, they're technically still alive, and that Fua has her brain chip in his fucking brain, and Fua is technically speaking the fourth member of Metsuo Jinrai. I thought that was a nice twist. Um, again. Uh, everybody kind of expected Fuwa to end up being a human gear, and that's kind of a payoff to the uh, the arc there. Not really, but I think it worked well. <laughs> Mostly because he can connect with the arc. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And then they take the chip out of his brain and rebuild Naki, who has her full memories and personality, uh, what little personality she had, uh, and then she does nothing for the rest of the show. Basically. And then she gets a yeah. writer power because uh, participation <laughs> then she, award. Then she gets a belt because I guess she needed one for some reason. And then again, the, a, again then, the participation award. And then Naki, and then Naki becomes a part of Ames. And, and then she becomes what? a cop, uh, I guess. You know, so, you know, she well, was a fucking rampant terrorist and murderer. But, uh, you know, it's fine. Whatever. Just let yeah. her join the police. Naki's mostly known because of... The stuff of involving Naki's actor. Which yeah, we're not but going well, to talk about. Um, let's just get up. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. <clears throat> so, uh, as a character, I thought she was all right. Uh, again, 
they're the whole arc they're setting up where like oh she's dead and but she's technically still alive with fua and you know the stuff like that where her brain is in his brain she lives I in thought, you i thought all of that was really fun but then when she just comes back she's just pointless and i kind of felt like she was wasted I think if it wasn't for the fact that she just joins Metsuko Jinra again, <laughs> I think I would have been fine. Like, if she was, like, she stayed good the entire time. Like, she's she's their informant. Not necessarily informant, but she's, like, their, their secret weapon. She's like, I know everything that Arx knows. I'm connected to the Arx, so I know what they're planning kind of type thing. I think that would have been a little bit more interesting. Otherwise, she's just kind of there. Basically. <laughs> but but see, that's, see, that's the thing. I mean, I think... I think she she might have had some more to her, but I, I think the whole Fua thing kind of just, it kind of derailed after a while. So I, because I, I, honestly, at first I thought it was going to be a thing of like a, a pro, like a, like a pseudo Steinbelt, like a Krim Steinbelt uh, Shinosuke type of thing where like she would switch back and forth to Fua. Like they would switch personalities every once in a while. But even, I though, guess... even though in Drive they only did that the one time. I mean, yeah. they did it when he was transformed, but that's another thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought that's what they were going to kind of do, but then they just ripped her out of his brain, so whatever. I thought that I th- think that would have been interesting, yeah, and especially if, like, she was still loyal to Ark, so Fu would just sometimes turn evil, and then he'd have to switch back. I think that would have been a little interesting. But... And then she gets a power. Uh, she gets Japanese wolf. Which doesn't matter. Japanese wolf. <laughs> so then... Yeah. We well, no, it, it our, has something our... to do with the ending where basically uh, she gives her progress key to Fua and it's like a two-headed wolf thing and he blows up his uh, his own driver. Yeah, I thought that so, was kind of neat where they, they kind of acknowledge their relationship, friendship, where he gets her key. And they're friendship? both wolves. I mean, again, again quote-unquote relationship. I mean, you know, she had his, uh, her brain and his brain, so she knew... Actually, that's the fun thing is that um yeah Naki because, because she was in his brain she knows everything she, about him and that's, that's she's the one who tells him yeah that's she that's how he finds out that he's just some fucking loser who has no backstory at all um, hey Fua sorry I was inside you here's my progress key I I think that was the, I think that was the fun part where she she walks into the room and then she does like a shitty Arto joke. And then he just bursts in laughter. I thought that was great. I thought that was the... F- that, was, that, that was actually legit good, yeah. You know, that was actually the weird thing that we never touched on with Fua, but I just want to say say quickly, they showed that he went to go see his family, but he was far away, but they never actually acknowledged did he actually go to talk to them. I, I think no, the idea they, they was more that. like he just wanted to see where he came from, and that's that was enough for him. Because I think, I think the idea they were going for was... Their their lives are happier without me, or they're 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 having a fine time without me. I I think my life is think, set I for a different path. I think it would have been more like. I think it would have been a. I think it was a combination of yeah. It's like okay, well everything's going fine even without me. I don't think I need to worry with uh, just showing up again. <clears throat> and also like, I think this point it'd be way too weird for me to just kind of come back and remember all this stuff after all. Because technically, memories. we don't really yeah. know when he left. Exactly. Because they they like they establish oh all of the daybreak stuff happened twelve years prior to the show, so all of that happened when he would have been like you know whatever age, but they never established that's when he got the brain ship that's when he you know got the fake memories. 
Oh, and Naki not, put in his head. Exactly. It's not for, for all we know, it could have happened as soon as he joined Ames and they just conked him out. I mean, shit, for we already know that Yaba, like Yaba the, has a fucking uh, fetish for that. Again, as we mentioned, he's <clears> the only one who finds Arto's jokes funny. And again, they, they establish it's because his family is a bunch of shitty pun makers. Um, <laughs> I... I, did they did they ever have a fun. scene where Aruto found out about that? Because I don't think they did. I think there was only like right near the end. I think that was the big thing everybody was kind of expecting is that there was going to be the one big scene where he finally actually laughs at a joke, and most of his laughing was still off screen. And I get it; it's because he's you know he's this big tough guy. He doesn't want to look like he's you know he's laughing, <laughs> especially at the bad joke. <laughs> um. They never, honestly, I think when uh, a lot of people expected they were going to do like a Fuwa gets brainwashed, but then Aruto makes a shitty joke during the fight, and that's how that <laughs> he breaks the brainwashing. <laughs> that, I, I think, mean, to be fair, that would have been funny. That, that would have been, been hilarious. Been great. Um, so, but uh, <clears throat> let's get to what AJ wants to yeah, get let's talk to about because the fucking he's been dog. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about the man who ruined this show. Oh, fuck uh, Thouser. I hate Thouser. But also Thouser. Um, so, yes, let's talk about Steve Jobs in writer form. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we have this man, Thouser, who is eternally 25 years old, even though he's in his mid-40s, which <laughs> fucks up the timeline a lot. But, yo, yes, yeah, so we have this man, Thouser. He comes in out of nowhere and tells Aruto, Aruto, you're use a bitch. And Aruto's like, why? I want your company. Why? Because I hate human gears. Well, okay. And they have this big old shovel blue, which ruins the fucking show because it turns everybody into a fucking idiot. Oh. So they establish a guy, Thouser, relatively early on, way before they even like uh, introduced Thouser as like a concept in like the the catalogs and toy stuff. Um, in a very interesting so, way, I will say. Yeah. So. Again, they introduce him as being this like this smug, you know, exactly as planned chess master type. Where that's you know he's Fuwa's uh, not Fuwa, he's the uh, Yaiba's secret boss. He's secretly in control of Metsubo Jinrai. He's secretly the one who's controlling the arc and all this kind of stuff. And his whole motivation is I fucking hate Hidden Aruto and Hidden Corporation. We and don't know why for a while. They they never really establish why. Um, until way, way, way later on, <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a repeat of when I had to explain the worms <laughs> in fucking Kabuto. I, yeah. I just feel it. <laughs> so eventually, Go on. he ends up taking center stage after Jin's death, where uh, basically Hiden is going down the drain in terms of popularity. He's like, you know what, you guys suck, Arto, you suck. I'm gonna buy your company, and then for some fucking reason, uh, they decide to make it a fucking tournament arc. Uh, which was because. the worst idea in the history of television, and but Jay, the it did, as a but Jay, it did so good in the ratings. No, it didn't. That doesn't matter. No, it it still sucks. Guess what? Guess what, guys? The Bachelor does good in ratings. Good. Fuck yourself. Fucking nobody liked the tournament arc. Everybody hated it. Uh, the ratings sucked. But the only reason it kept going is because the producer liked it. So we're going to keep fucking stomaching it for the next 30 fucking episodes. Because it felt like it was 30 fucking episodes. Oh, it, just felt, it just felt so, repetitive. So it just let, felt repetitive. Well, see, let me talk about the problem I have with the tournament arc. And, we can, and I can talk about it without going into specifics. Because this is where the show really shit itself. Because the tournament arc had very specific, you know, oh, 
guy is not that bad of a he's he's got some sort of honor or whatever, but they drop that right away for being a complete evil douche canoe that just ruins everything. You think as Aruto, you would be like calling him out, right? Like, dude, what the fuck? You're you're literally destroying my fucking Yamagiris and making them evil. No, he doesn't do that. You would think as Aruto who has Izu, a living, walking, talking recorder and microphone, that he would use the evidence to get this motherfucker arrested. No, no. he doesn't. He just lets it go. You would think Fua, who has a USB drive of all the shit he's done wrong, if he, he would make a backup of it, but no, he only has one USB drive. That Thouser breaks so if this is not enough to tell you why i hate this arc literally they had the only way this arc was able to keep going was that they had to decrease everybody's iq by a hundred fucking points because except for thouser who's the whose iq decreased by a thousand points (laughs) 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 but like see that's the the problem is that again the idea behind the tournament arc makes sense. We've got, you know, the human gears, and we've got Zaya Corp's fancy new product, which makes the Zaya specs. a thousand percent better than a regular human. Makes them way better than those shitty human gears ever were. And it's like, all right, if you can prove that your human gears are better at uh, then my Zaya specs, competitions, you get to keep your company. I'm like, all right, this is conceptually fine. Whatever, it's a dumb tournament arc. But it just keeps dragging on. Each tournament, like, each single tournament is, like, two or three episodes. And then they keep interrupting the tournament with more bullshit. (coughs) Fucking. (coughs) Again, and then as AJ said, like, they kind of set Guy up as being like this, you know, he's not like a smug prick. He's, He's a smug prick, but he has honor. He's not, like, dick dastardly. Where he's stopping the cheat, even though he can very easily win. You know, they, they, set that up with the, the, they set that up with the the first tournament there, where um, you know, the guy the uh, the, cheated the, the, the whatever what the fuck did they call it? Forest. He was a realtor. The Zayas. Yeah, no, oh, the Zayas spec. Yeah, yeah. They set that up with the the Zayas spec thing, where it turns out that he was cheating, and that causes the human gear to go berserk because the guy who cheated ended up winning, uh, and then Thouser actually steps in, is like. No, that's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. You can't do that. And then he restarts that competition. And you think, he, okay, yeah. so he's kind of <laughs> going to have, like... <coughs> a fairness. Like, I kind of expected, like, near the end where he's going to start trying to pull some bullshit where it's like, all right, I'm not saying you should do this, but, you know, I expected that. No, immediately he goes from being like, no, you can't cheat at all, to... Hey, here's this thing. Go fucking attack the robot and cause them to go. Oh, no. There's a point, motherfucker, where he grabs the actual fucking human gear. He physically himself grabs the human gear and tosses her into a fountain. In Uh, broad daylight. In public. Yeah. As mentioned, he goes full fucking dick dastardly, where even though he could very easily win several times, he decides he's going to fucking stop and cheat and force himself to fuck up. 
and caused the entire tournament to be an entire bullshit fest. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like that episode. That was that. I didn't like I, I just I hated when they what they were. It made me feel uncomfortable seeing what they did to that human gear. It was again. <laughs> it was weird. Where it's like, okay, if near the end of it, he starts like in the background being like manipulating things where he's like he's not directly like doing anything incriminating but he's like he's kind of wink wink nudge nudging you know here's a bribe here you know here's a you know secret ultra death weapon Sh- there, shady you know, businessman like that but no here he is actively fucking assaulting aruto in broad fucking daylight in view of thousands of people constantly 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 interfering with the tournament, attacking Humagears, blowing shit up, rigging shit. Basically, again, he's going... Forcing the Force Riser onto the, onto the Humagears in front of the judges! Literally forces I, yeah. the Humagear to go berserk in plain view of literally fucking everybody, including the TV cameras that were broadcasting it live. And oh, somehow... Yeah. <laughs> Somehow nobody calls him on this, and they just they just keep letting it go. Fucking Arto sees him of again, literally everyone rigging shit constantly, and he never calls them on it. He nobody calls him on it. And oh they, no no, Arto says, "Hey, don't do that. That's mean." But he never brings it up to judges. He never gets cameras. He never records it. He never puts it up anywhere until it's oh so convenient to where Omori was just like, ah, you know what? I'm bored of this. Uh, have like, Shesta get all of his crimes up. The, the one fucking time where he actually records it, it's just like, oh, it's edited. And then they never question it at all because the human gear goes immediately berserk. berserk and he's like, well, I don't remember that. That video's edited. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that they can never ever prove that it was edited, and then I don't think they can ever even establish that human gears work that way. And I think that's the problem with the whole arc is that immediately it becomes just a waste of time because there's no point of the tournament if you're just going to have Thouser cheat to win, but then still win regardless <coughs> of having cheated. Exactly. Half the time, half the time his no. cheating doesn't even matter because Aruto ends up coming onto this the victor anyways. But some convenient bullshit causes him to win. Like with the fucking uh, real estate state arc. <coughs> oh, yeah. Where it's like, oh, they, you know, the the tournament comes down to the, you know, we got to sell the big house to this big fancy, you know, big grim Mr. Titan from Stronger or whatever the fuck. Uh, I think, was that him? No, he was somebody from one of the older... Uh, show writers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they want. They wanted. They. He wanted to have a house that <laughs> he could have his family come to. The the guy using the Zaya specs, who I think also was the one who also pushed her pushed the human gear yes. into the water. Yes. He wanted to give him like this big huge house that was right on the budget, but she wanted to give him this sell him this smaller house. That was less money, and they go into the point where he picks the hu- where he's going with the human gear, because she thought about his family first, not just about uh, and himself, not just about the profit margin. <coughs> but but and see that but see that's that, that like, that's why it goes into the whole thing of like, if you wanted to leave it at that and then leave Thouser as a like Jay said, somewhat of a noble asshole who eventually starts succumbing to being a bit of a shady businessman fine that is perfectly but, fine but that's the problem is that even when aruto should rightfully have won there's some convenient bullshit like again as i was saying you know 
you know, they, they set it up as like the, this is the big final sale of this arc. And then it's like, oh, actually, we still made more money than you guys, so we won, haha. Uh, like, oh, what the fuck, fuck that. What the, f- okay, fuck you, for, for one. <laughs> Second of all, what the fuck is the point of the tournament? In- exactly, the tournament. like the like the tournament becomes a moot point because not only is guy winning completely at a certain point, it's to the point where it's like, dude, you know what? If you wanted to just do this thing where he gets taken over, just have guy take over. That's yeah. all you need to do we, we because they, they already established. The exactly. I was gonna say they they like you had said earlier they had already established that the popularity was going down. You know what? Don't even make Guy a noble asshole. Keep him the complete manipulative piece of shit by making the human gears go even more berserk. Because we already learned. Remember, he works with Ark. Make him go more berserk so that he can. So the popularity goes down, 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 and eventually he can just swoop in and take the fucking. But AJ, we need to pan the show. That was his whole scheme: is that he was the guy who was technically controlling the Ark because. Something, something. He helped build it, or whatever. I forget. Yeah. He basically. put all the he put all the malice and human hatred into the Ark because he <laughs> because apparently when Ark was the one that was supposed to go up instead of satellite Zaya, and he must have gotten pit and he got pissed about it. Yeah, he basically just showed uh, the Ark fortune, and it got really mad. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> uh, the only, the only one, the only, uh, the one Ark episode. A tournament arc episode that kind of annoyed me a bit because it well first of all it goes nowhere is the matchmaking episode but that oh, but yeah, it also uh, it also pisses <laughs> that was me even off weirder. because they get blue buster it, you know what pisses, wants to fuck blue buster yeah that was so weird it's yellow buster it's yellow buster oh, wanting right. to fuck yeah, blue buster yellow buster wants to fuck blue buster who's a robot I thought that was a fun little arc. They should have got it, it uh, a red fu- buster to show up too. That would be it's nice. fun. It's fun <laughs> just because in the background also, somewhere. I yeah, like right. that the guy. I like that the guy using the raid riser isn't somebody out to like stop the tournament. He's just the childhood friend who wants to marry Yellow he's Buster. Just some gel- he's he, just some jealous he, asshole. But and I, I, but that, but the thing what got to me is that I was waiting for the episode for an episode like that where, what if you since Huma Gears are almost to I mean, to a point almost human like. What would it have been like if somebody, if a human gear that reached singularity had fallen in love with a human? I would have actually liked to have seen but, that. But see, that, but it, see but, okay, so the thing about that is, Phil, like, okay, well, for one, obviously, that's not what the show is about, blah, 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 whatever. I don't think the show is, that, is smart enough to really articulate the nuances of that. I know I used a lot of big words, but basically, I don't think the show is smart enough to do something like that. Not, because there's a lot of there's a lot of like red tape that goes that exactly. goes into a relationship it's going like it's that. going into the rules of robotics at that point, and I don't think the show even gives a shit. But and again, it it again it falls into the problem of where does the line between robot and real person lie? Exactly. It's a a yeah. weird weird problem where again, it, like they try to set it up where like the human gears want their own rights. They want, you know, a special treat. You know, they want to be treated like normal people. They try to set this up as like, oh, they're a second class, but like, they're fucking robots. They're built to do this shit. Like again, they're, you, they can say like it's the slavery thing all they want. Screen but yeah. ended up going the weird, 
the weird thing is when you look at it, look, this is coming from a western a western viewpoint, but it, I, it remember how we mentioned with the racial tones that kind of goes into that where it almost feels like 1950s America. But but see the thing is it doesn't even work that way because the humigures are happy. Most of them at the end of the episode say, "No, I love what I do. I don't care if I'm not getting paid or this or that." Do remember who who remembers the fucking manga artist episode where the art where the manga oh, yeah. where the humigure is just like, "No, I love this. I love doing this." Or the or the sushi episode where the humigure is like, "No, I I really want to do this." Because I love making this stuff. The sushi exactly. episode was where I started noticing that. It's like, okay, this is kind of getting into areas that seem a little too familiar but, but nowadays. That, but, but see, that's and the that's, thing. That's okay. the problem is that, again, they treat them being like these these totally autonomous, fully emotional robots as being like a special thing that they need to be careful for. But then, like, at one point, they just forget about that. That was, like, a special thing. And then all of them are like that now. They all want their own rights. They all want the, you know, human, uh, you know, human gear uprising, you know, kill whitey or kill humans. Because you know. <laughs> that's, that's the problem that, hey, again, Guy's whole scheme is that he wanted to take control of Hedon Corp to get rid of all the human gears because... He hated them for no particular reason. Oh, we'll um, get to his reason, actually. We well, should, we know yeah, we'll is. get to his reason. You know what? Let me get to his reason. So when Guy no, was wait, a wait, little... Wait. No, no, when Guy was a little itty-bitty... Because baby, of his robot dog. When, when Guy was a little itty-bitty baby, his dad didn't like him getting 99s on his test. So his dad beat him. Because... And the only friend he had was a little robot dog. So his little because robot his dad dog. Was Dark Zoggy with the. <laughs> his dad was Dark Zoggy from Nexus. Even though it was the nineties, but he looked like his dad. His dad looked like he was from the fucking seventies. No, it, I don't think it was the nineties. Jay, remember he's in his forties. So it has to be the seventies. It, it has to be the seventies. But no, because the show's set in fucking twenty twenty. So it would have had to been at the very least early nineties, late eighties. Holy so shit! So he's still dressing out of date. So. So basically, his daddy was like, I don't like your dog. It's shit. And Zalzer was like, oh, okay. And what was no, the dog No, it wasn't that he name? didn't like the dog. He didn't like... It wasn't because he didn't like the dog. It was Having because... Well, now you have to... Less smart well, no, it's I because guess. you didn't do well, and you're spending so much because time with that dog. fucking dog. If he you didn't like that dog, dog, so you're going to go away. So it's going to go go away. <laughs> so that leads what? to him hating <laughs> robots and AI... But, but, H, but no, 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 but Jay, but Jay, Jay tell them the name of the dog. But Jay, you're forgetting one important thing. The dog's fucking name is Thouser. He named his multi-million dollar extreme war machine weapon. One of a that kind is suit. Years, that is years beyond what we have scientifically after a Fucking Neopet. <laughs> kind of reminds I mean, me of Indiana Jones. We, we named a dog Indiana. <laughs> I again, I literally just made that joke. We named the dog Thouser. Fucking. <laughs> I, I didn't I, hear that. But it was literally. <laughs> it, it was a fucking sharper. It was a sharper <laughs> image robot, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, hey. I mean, AJ, Ibos are really expensive. They're really nice. Right? They are. They are expensive, though. This I is like this is I like me become be a fucking <laughs> terrorist for one. But Th this I mean, is like you do you, Jay. This is like me joining ISIS over a Tomodachi. 
guess like, that's fair. Like, what the that's, fuck, dude? <laughs> my fucking really gigapet. The problem is that they, they, I guess he just kind of forgot his motivation. He's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, I guess we need to have a motive for him. And then also have a reason for him to turn good because we can't have villains stay villains anymore. Of so course. So his fucking robot dog, and he gets a new <laughs> one because the satellite built him a new one. And then he's just, he's just oh, dude, good that was now. the best. The fucking satellite. Because the AI, I think, was just like, Oh, I shall grant you your wish. And you know what the, the funniest fucking part is? Like, they, they kind of set up like, Oh, now that he has the dog back, he's turned good. He's a good guy. But nobody, like, treats him like a good... Like, they're kind of no. hanging out with him because they have to. But, like... Nobody fucking buys him being good now. Like, he shows up, he's got the fucking robot dog in his hand, like it's a real dog. It's like, listen, I want to apologize for trying to take over the world and causing the deaths of millions of people. And everybody's just like, what the fuck are you fuck talking this, about? Dude, yeah. the thing is, he's still an asshole. He's, yeah! He, he doesn't even turn good. He's just like, they treat him as a good guy now. He never like atones for anything. He becomes a fucking joke character. That's he never. Oh, he they, never tries to atone fuck. for his sins. He never tries to actually talk the, or the not talk. Time, he never actually tries to like he, defend them or make an effort to it. He just says, "I'm sorry," and he's the expecting only time it. He legitimately tries to apologize is to Fua and Yaiba, where like the dog tells him, "No, motherfucker, bow," and then he yeah, like bows like, down, and that's it. And even, and like, Yaiba is like, I don't fucking buy this shit. What the fuck are you smoking? <laughs> and then it was just like, you know what? Uh, the fucking plot calls for it. We might as well. Whatever. <laughs> Basically, dude. Like, Fuwa himself was just like, I don't believe a, like, this, but whatever. The characters never accept him as being a good guy, but the show treats it as like he actually, like, redeemed himself. It'd be like if fucking, uh, again, to make the comparison, it'd be like if in a uh, build... With uh, what was his name? Uh, I'm just gonna call him Rogue because I don't. Oh, Rogue. Oh, Gentoku. 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 Yeah, it'd be like if Gentoku went from being again. He never had that weird like hobo Dracula phase he had in the middle of the show. (laughs) He went. He stayed as like the the corrupt warlord guy, for all throughout the show, and then immediately he became jokey shirt man in the last uh, couple of episodes with no in between. That's basically how it was. No, for no, Joke, but he, no, no. He keeps the shirts, but he still has the exact same evil politician personality. Exactly. That's exactly what it was like because he has the dog, and they're trying to make it seem like, oh, he's he loves the dog. Oh, he made the dog mad. He is very upset that he made the dog mad. But he's a dick. He's it's still so, a dick. And like, I think again, it's bad. It's shit. <laughs> but if it wasn't for the fact that the show had already turned him into a complete joke long before that point, I think it would be way worse. Oh but yeah, then, let's let's not forget this ba- this multi-million super weapon jobs the fuck out to everyone. Exactly. He all of his first fights he beats Aruto because he's got the bullshit ability of like, oh well my super duper special presented by Zaya Sword can counteract your ability. <laughs> my, my new oh, form yeah, invincibility. And then Aruto gets Metal Cluster, which is just full rage mode, and beats the shit out of him constantly. And from that point on, he's just a full fucking jobber. He is fucking, dude. Every single fight he has after that point, he loses. He doesn't win a single goddamn fight. Despite the fact that he now, you know, he wins. He wins the tournament. He takes control of Hedon Corp. And doesn't really do anything else with that. He just, like, 
he's in charge of the company now and he's basically fucking the company up just as bad as Aruto oh, was yeah. for no real he, reason. He somehow goes from Ted DiBiase to IRS in the blink of a fucking eye. I know, right? It's fucking uh, It's like, get rid of the info! Get rid of the info! Get rid of the info! Shasta has it! Fuck! But, but, see, but, see, but see, that's the thing. It's like Jay said, they, 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 if it wasn't for the whole jobbing aspect, if he was still a complete fucking bad guy, maybe I could stomach the dog thing a little bit more. As stupid as it was. And I told Jay this, look up any video of Rich Evans laughing. That was me for 30 fucking minutes after seeing that. So apparently he gets his ass handed to him all the time because the fan, out of a fan response to the tournament no, no, arc. I, I, I mean, I read that, obviously. But I'm just saying. No, I mean, of course, that makes sense, you know. But but I'm saying, because like, if, if it wasn't for the fact that he kept getting his ass kicked, maybe the fucking dog thing would have been easier to stomach. But like oh, Jay yeah. said, he was a fucking joke. Everybody beat him. Jin. He, he, ya- he, fucking he Yaiba called. beat him. Yaiba fucking beat him. And she only had two forms. And she only had two forms. The funniest fucking thing is that every single goddamn fight, he would get his ass completely handed to him, absolute no-sell from the opponent, and then he'd he'd fucking run away. He'd be like, I'll get you next time, Gadget. I totally haven't lost every single fucking fight. He gets his ass completely handed to him. He's like, I haven't won. And he's like, I haven't lost yet. And then he runs off. He's and like, then he gets if, his ass kicked again ten minutes he's, later. He's like, if Evil was a complete retard. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty he, much. He's, he's, just, he's fucking. He wins, and then he just becomes a fucking incompetent joke of a villain. And Which is why I, I think his arc killed this fucking show. It really did. The tournament arc combined with the whole coronavirus thing, delaying production and kind of fucking things up behind the scenes, really, really fucked this show hard. Oh, yeah. The tournament arc just kept going and going and And going going and going. Legitimately, dude, it was to a point where I thought, okay, they're going to keep this going because maybe he's the final, final, final boss that we just don't know about yet. But no, then he just fucking starts losing because of Metal Cluster. And it's like... And then, All right. and then he that he, he put in. He, Remember, he, he was wins. the one that put Metal Cluster into I know, Aruto. He, he fucking created Metal Cluster, and that that ended up sealing his fate. I think that's you know what that's poetry. Um, <laughs> it's like it's how it rhymes. So, so he wins, and then Metsubo Jinrai comes back. Uh, I don't. Exa- <laughs> I I'm gonna be honest. I kind of forget this period of the show up until Ark shows up, because again. Nothing really happens. They kind of set up like Arto starts his new company where he's trying to try rebuilding the human gears because they they just outright ban human gears. They're you know they're gone, not making them anymore. You can't have one. They're illegal. And uh, now everybody wants Zaya specs, and then everybody starts going nuts by the arc well, because well, CJ, of the Zaya you, specs. You say CJ, you say that like you don't remember this because you know it's kind of fuzzy. To be fair, nothing, legitimately nothing really happens until Mitsubo Jinrai comes back. Because really, what happens between the end of the tournament arc to Mitsubo Jinrai coming back is just, Human Gears are banned, uh, Thouser gets his ass kicked, end of story. Aruto starts his new company where even though Human Gears are banned, he's trying to get public support back. And he's kind of starting to bring them back, and he's starting to rebuild them. And Thouser and his goons come in to try and kick down the door and ruin the party, and then they lose the fight. But they totally didn't lose the fight, guys. And then it's that again and again and again and again for, like, ten more episodes. 
and then the show went on hiatus, and then all of a sudden now we have a brand new villain. The arc is back, and now is the true big bad. You know what it is? Because <laughs> a friend of mine used this comparison. <laughs> oh boy. Oh it's boy. It's like fucking Bleach, where Bleach had this this really lengthy, obnoxious arc where you've got this villain who's just like this, this smug, like, you know, just as planned chess master type villain. But the everybody Eisen hated arc. him. Yeah. It's just everybody hated him. He's so boring. He sucks at his job. He's just a joke of a villain. And it just kept going and going and going and going. And it's like, ah, fuck it. Uh, Eisen's the big bad now. That's basically what happens. What an in, apt uh, comparison, dude. Zero one, where it's just like, ah, fuck it. The arc is the big bad now. AKA Eisen. <laughs> it's funny. Is... You know, it's funny because the arc has the same voice actor as Eisen. Really? Yes. yes. Oh can, my God. Can that I just is say this smart. though. Can I just say this? And this is, this has nothing. This has no bearing to. Honestly, honestly, I think that might've been intentional casting. I think that was just like, a, a like joke a, somewhere. A vague, like, yeah, somebody on the casting department was self-aware. It's like, you know what? Yeah, let's just do, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it for the meme. Look, I, just... I this this isn't for like um, this has no bearing on what I think of the show. But motherfucker, his voice is fucking buttery smooth. I love oh, that voice. Yeah. That voice, that voice, was... I legitimately think can turn Phil gay. Mm. Oh. Uh, uh... <laughs> I mean, he was arc arc. I'm I, again. I again am starting to get sick and tired of everybody being a writer. We got every single season needs to have the evil writer at the end. That's the final boss. We can't just have an original big bad anymore. I think it's been it's been fucking since Gaim where we've had that, and they kind of broke it a little bit where Drive kind of got a pass where like Gold Drive was kind of like a weird bootleg. He wasn't like a unique writer. He was, again, he was a deliberate, like, mock of the hero, so uh, that gets a pass. And Ghost. Ghost didn't actually do it, but it's been, like, ever since Gaim, where you've had every single season has had the big, bad, evil writer as the final boss. And it's just gotten old at this point. I don't care anymore. I, but, I just, but want, in I, saying I just that, want a monster. I, but in saying that, I do think that Eisen's voice actor. I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. Um, uh, it's. I'm. I. I wanted to say it, but I know I was going to get it wrong. So we'll just keep calling him Eisen. Is yeah, Isn't well, he I, also the voice actor for Ultra Magnus? He yes, actually. Well, he's he's a voice actor for a lot of things, dude. To be honest, he's yeah. a lot. He's, he's a really lot of good. He's a pretty big name guy. But like, I, I was going to say, I really do think that. As much as I am also tired of every fucking villain being a rider, everyone getting rider belts, blah blah blah. His performance elevated what is, in all honesty, a very flat villain. I mean, I liked Ark. I liked the concept where it's just like this mad AI that wants nothing more but to just destroy Oh, I love humanity. that, yeah. Oh, I, I love that. I loved the concept where Ark, again, Ark was this character who was throughout the show who was planning to wipe out humanity, but was technically working for Guy, but wasn't, again, that part wasn't entirely clear. <coughs> and then finally he gets his own body, and he's just going full warpath. He's raising up all these human gears, he's just going fucking full destruction mode. I loved him. He was a really threatening villain. He had a really, really cool design. Honestly, it was fucking terrifying. 
He's got, like, the, the tubes running through him. He's got, like, the skull mouth. He's got the cracked eye. Which is weird because a lot of people weren't into his design when he first got released. But I was like, dude, for a final boss, that's awesome. I loved I loved the arc. I actually liked the arc zero more than a suit than I liked the arc one. Suit. Like, admittedly, yes, it's it's a little bit edgy, the hedgy. But fuck, dude, it's great. It looks awesome. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I mean... I really I liked the concept where it's like oh he can just make all the weapons just like on hand again because he's the arc he's the big satellite with the 3D printer so you can just make the shit. I, I was gonna say I I, just... I like the idea like you mentioned I like the idea that he can just jump from person to person to the point where we learn yeah, that no, he just, doesn't just just jump. about to say that is just like he he you can't kill him because he'll just take over a new body and he's, and I, and it was even to the point where like we could see like. Maybe he could even control, like, actual humans. Where I was like, oh, that's scary as fuck. Yeah, yeah, they, they kind of set that up where it's like, nobody's safe. Robots, you know, human gears, humans, everybody. <laughs> what, if you, what, if you, what if you took over a thousand of dog? <laughs> That'd be fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> a little that fucking art zero to My dog, no! <laughs> but I think, like, again, <laughs> character, he's, he's rather flat. He doesn't get a whole lot of time. He just he shows up. It's like, all right, it's time to kill all humans. Well, he came and at the last minute. That's why he again, didn't really he, have he much build. He came at the last minute. There wasn't a whole lot of build up to him. He didn't really get a whole lot of time to shine. Um, but I think he worked. Uh, they ended up using him relatively well. Uh, but overall, was kind of flat as our quote unquote final boss. Even though he technically wasn't the final boss. Uh, well, and for all intents nice, and purposes, I think you could say he was. <laughs> like, for all intents and purposes, I think you could say he technically was the final boss. Technically, because he, the, the other two was, weren't but again, really. As I mentioned, uh, where they kind of end up getting all Metsubo Jinrai free from his control. Where they all kind of like, they all band together against him. Mm. And you even get Horobi to band against him. And then they ended up destroying Ark. Uh, Aruto gets his belt destroyed, but he just builds a new one because fuck you, uh, he can. Um, where blood, where a failed comedian got this type of knowledge, I don't know. He destroys the, uh, the satellite. He destroys all of Aruto's equipment, but he just gets a new belt because fuck you. Um, oh, he made it himself out of cardboard and toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking MacGyver. And they end up defeating Ark, and then... Horobi's just like, you know what? Now that I'm free from his control, it's time to kill all humans. And then Horobi becomes the final boss. And then Horobi kills uh, Izu, which makes Aruto be more of the Izu final boss. Again. Uh, oh, which yeah. causes Aruto to go, to go, bleh, Aruto to go absolutely 300% mad. No, sorry. 1,000% <laughs> mad. Um, dude, he, <laughs> no, he literally is that fucking... <laughs> He literally is that image of Armstrong, just like fucking exactly. anger. Oh, he's like, to the, he's like beyond the point of. It's I'm rationally thinking now. I want blood. Well, th- actually, he was, that's he the was well, that's, full blood feud. Well, see, I was gonna say that is that was the interesting part about that, was that he wasn't irrational. We learn that while he was in Arc Zero, he was doing it 100 percent because he wanted to. He wasn't trying to. Yeah. He didn't try and kill Thouser. He didn't try and kill Yaiba or Fua. He was just like, no. He never went I Arc Zero. Kill... No, he was. He, he was only Arc One. Oh yeah, he Arc was only one. Arc One. But like, we but learned he, that like he, he wants. Idea. I was gonna say like he. We learned that he's not killing anybody. He's just angry at one person, and he's using the power to kill one specific person, which I thought he, was a great twist. 
I thought that yeah, I thought that was really great too. Is that uh, Aruto isn't being mind controlled? He's doing this out of his own free will. And granted, they kind of seem to be setting up that maybe he's being mind controlled by the evil Izu, who shows up just fucking Azu. randomly. Azu, whatever. She's she just kind of shows up. Uh, it's never really established where she came from. I guess the Ark just built her because of reasons. Um, she just kind of exists. Uh, her her whole scheme at the end was to turn Aruto into the Ark, get him pissed off, so he would kill Horibi, which would start a Humagear civil war, which would turn more people into Arks because reasons. Here's the uh, thing. Sorry, go Again, on, it's a situation where we just kind of ran out of time because of delays and behind-the-scenes shenanigans and just poor overall management of the show. Again, and it's not necessarily Takahashi's fault. Uh, it's both on the part of the producers. It's also just behind-the-scenes issues in general. Like, this, um, like usually, I, usually I would say, like, oh, I don't care about the behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm judging what I have in front of me. But this is one of those times where I can honestly say, no, this situation legitimately it's understandable why some shit was not able to be explained. Oh, yeah. I, it's similar to what happened with O's, where midway through production, uh, they were the kind tsunami. of going through a lot of like changes of like what they wanted to do. And then also this big natural disaster occurred. <laughs> yeah. Where now all of their new plans are on hold because, well, we can't get to these new plans, so now we just have, well, we still have to make the show. So we're, you're just kind of spinning all real. Uh, yeah spinning our wheels uh, until we can get to the point where we can introduce the new ideas but by this point we don't really have the time to put them in but at the same time it's also just general poor management because again uh, we, we had a little bit of an interview recently with uh, the producer of the show where he straight up outright admits that the reason why the, uh, the tournament arc went on so long is because I liked it I know everybody hated it I know it had poor ratings but I liked it so that's why it kept going he Which is, oh, I'm Jesus. fucking That's shocked. Not good. He, just out, he just outright admitted to it. He has balls, uh, motherfucker. He's got some balls. I hope I know, he didn't. Right? I hope he wasn't the one who who did the call on with the call on the reveal for with the arc one reveal. The thing. Okay, here's the thing. I knew, I knew that Aruto was going to become arc one, and the reason why is because right before arc one comes in to fight Horobi for the first time, you see Azu up. In front of Aruto. And you see Arc, wait, Arc 1 come down. And you know that he doesn't have a host. And I'm like, it's gotta be Aruto. It's gotta be Aruto. And I, then I'm as soon sure, as you see, see those sneakers. I'm pretty sure the producer did sign off on that. Because it would have been. I said this. And I know. I told this to AJ like, two weeks ago. I told him. That scene would have been more effective. If they hadn't shown Azu before that. If they had just left it where Aruto was there. Looking down. And just there in a comatose state until finally, and then and then Arc One finally comes in, and then you see at the very end that it's Aruto. And I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to notice a pattern here that I'm hating the producers way more than I'm hating the writers because it seems like the writers they just don't they they I'm gonna say it right now I think Takahashi got his legs cut off from under him. He did. They, see, I I think that's a problem again where. I had mentioned this when he was announced as being the head writer of the show, where uh, the comparison was with with X-Aid. He did everything. He did every single episode. He did all the movies. He did all the tie-ins. He did all the fucking games and the books and all that. <laughs> I know, shit. right? He wrote the fucking book. 
too, which never happens. Usually they give that to Inoue. Um, Who fucks it up. Yeah. Uh, so it was weird. It was a weird case where they they knew that they weren't gonna they shouldn't have given him the whole show because again a, a big problem with X8 is that he just kind of ran out of ideas he ran out of steam he just was like all right I I'm done with this right near the end uh, so they they have other writers throughout the show and I think that's also an issue of where a lot of the the issues with like the singularity concept comes from is where we we have different writers who might not quite get the idea of what it that uh, Takahashi was trying to set up. But at the same time, you've got the producers, you've got, and I, again, this happens with a lot of shows that Omori was the producer on. It happened with Build, too, especially, where a lot of the things that happened with that was mostly because of him. Um, I think the big problem here was, again, real-life shit happened, and just overall productions issues is what caused the, uh, the show to just kind of fall apart midway through. Exactly. Again, I, I, again, I, I shouldn't say it because I, I think, I think Takahashi is a pretty okay writer. I think he, yes, does have a bit of a stumbling block when it comes to landing, sticking the endings. But I think if he didn't get his legs cut out from under him, I think he might have been able to do something really good with the ending of this. Again, no, yeah. granted, if I mean, the whole Corona stuff no. didn't happen, obviously. That being said, I liked the ending of the show for what we got. Again, we set up Aruto where uh, Izu gets killed and Aruto goes full psycho mode. Uh, kills Jin again. Uh, which causes... <laughs> it, it's weird that of Jin's two deaths, both of them were caused by Aruto. Oh my the god, they killed Jin! Both times. I know, right? This time I'm killing Jin, this time it's like, oh no, Jin! <laughs> he just comes back. Exactly. Again, he just fucking comes back in the last episode because fuck you, Jin. How did you um, come back? I got better. I don't ask. It's like we ran out of time. Far too complex <laughs> for you to understand. Basically. So and and I like the idea where like Horibi starts setting up his full you know fuck humans, Humagear uprising now kind of thing, and then like Aruto is going full psycho mode and has only one goal in his mind and that's kill Horibi, ruin his fucking life. Make him feel what I feel, and then again it it builds up to the final the final fight where he ends up killing Jin, and Horobi is legitimately pissed. pissed. He is furious. He's equally as furious as Aruto. Was, He's which like... leads to him getting his <laughs> one and only power up, the only one he needed, the Arc Scorpion. Yeah, and I think I think that was the best part of the final fight is that. It wasn't it. The final fight ended up being literally Aruto is here to kick his ass because Horibi has ruined his life constantly, and now he wants him to feel what he's felt. And they set that up as a nice little reveal where it's like Horibi, like again throughout that whole arc from once uh, Aruto becomes Arc One, Horibi's just like I don't have a heart, I don't have emotions. Fuck humans, fuck humanity, fuck emotions. But he does, like and that. then he kills. Jin he was like that all throughout the show. That was his whole motivation there where he was trying to kill the singularities because, you know, fuck, fuck emotions. We don't need it. And then in the final episode, he's just like, what the fu- what the fuck? What are you doing? And he's just like, you know what? You know what this is, Horby? You know what this is? It's you having a heart. The reason why you're so pissed off is because you have a heart. Shut up. No, I don't. Upset. 
that your your son is dead and I killed him no. because just like <laughs> you killed my dad and you killed my uh, Izu, now you know what I feel like. And he's just like, oh. Oh, I'm fucking awful, aren't I? <laughs> uh, so this, he's, it's nice where it's not like they don't immediately have him switch to being good. They don't pull the shit where it's, you know, talk no jutsu where he's just oh immediately, my God, that was oh, amazing. I see the error of my ways. <laughs> where he's just like, oh, oh, that's why I'm evil. Oh, I suck, don't I? Oh my God. He's still like... I was going to say, You yeah. know what? Fuck you. I'm still... You know what? You killed my fucking son. I'm still going to kill you, but I realize that I'm an asshole now. I, I, I will nice, say, uh, though, that this leads to... It leads to... Honestly? The best final fight we've had in the fucking... You know what? I'll say it right now. In the past decade. <laughs> it has been... Quite honestly, one of the sickest final fights we've had. Yeah, it was really it's, cool. It's this nice little uh, this trade-off, I suppose, where we have Horibi, who is, of course, Seiji Takaiwa in the suit, who had been our main hero suit actor since the beginning of the Heisei era. And now we have the new guy, who is the, the new uh, suit actor for Zero One. And it's this kind of this metaphorical passing of the torch and they kind of set that up with uh, Arc Scorpion's uh, catchphrase, where it references Takiwa and how it's this is his like his last real ride as like a like a big star in the series, and it's this really sick final fight where they're both given their all. Takiwa's actually giving a shit for once in his life again. There's effort. There's all these sick flips. Yeah, and I was stuff. gonna say, there's dude, no... you could like obviously you know they they're masters of their craft. They're like pro wrestlers. They know how to do this. But some of the hits yeah. looked heavy. They looked like, holy oh, yeah. shit, oh, yeah. they're beating the fuck out of each other in there. Yeah, this, this, this is like, this is no hold the... back. This is like, do, don't hold back, give me everything you got. Exactly. It's not an obnoxious beam spam fight like a lot of these final fights are. It's not, you know, we're not using all our big, stupid, dumb power-ups. And <laughs> it's, it's just two dudes beating the shit out of each other, surrounded by a bunch of weapons that they just use once and then throw them away. It, it, it kind of, it kind it kind of, of feels like a Metal Gear Rising Gaim. fight. Yes! Yes, it, it, it kind does! It kind of like a Metal Gear Rising fight. Like, there's these two angry motherfuckers just trying to kill each other. It kind of reminds me of the Sam and Raiden fight. Yes, yes, yeah. I like that. It's great. And there's, there's, no, there's very little CG. They do it a little bit near the end where they do some kind of sketchy green screening, but it's not like CG. It's still like the real suits doing stuff. It kind of reminds me of the physical fighting in Gaim's uh, end at the end of Gaim. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But, but see, and, and this is why... They, oh, they, go, do go this for nice, they do this really cool thing where... Um, excuse me. Where Horby beats Aruto. He completely destroys the arc driver. Aruto gets his shit wrecked, and it turns out that that was his plan the whole time, because then, and this was, honestly, this was the part of the finale I didn't like. Aruto just pulls a new Zero-One driver literally out of his ass that he just got off fucking screen the prior episode, uh, and then he completely wrecks Horobi's shit in base form Zero-One <laughs> Rising Hopper. Which again, it's, I mean... It's Horobi technically Enlightened Hopper. It's technically Realized it's, Hopper. Whatever. But gotta get that pee bandai! Gotta milk the pee bandai cow! (laughs) That's getting clipped. They put put in a spin where, you know, Horby was just like, I don't need power-ups. 
And then there's the final battle where Zero One's like, I don't need power-ups. And they both do a thing where it's like, both of them are giving their all, but at the same time, one of them is trying to lose. And they do that with, like, Arto, where he loses, and he loses control of Ark, and he's able to finally snap out of the whole evil mode. Again, they, he wasn't brainwashed, but they kind of thought it sort of he was. And then he's like, he gives this impassioned speech, like, the, re- the reason you feel the way you do is because you have a heart. You can feel emotions. You can be a good person. You don't have to be evil. We're common writers, goddammit. Yeah. We're not villains. And then he's still like, you know what? You're right, but also fuck you. You killed my son. <laughs> <laughs> and and to, to directly quote him, and again, there's the subtitles where it's, you know, you're missing stuff in translation where he says, uh, I'll never forgive you for what you've done. One of us needs to die, be destroyed this day, but it's not going to be you or something like yeah. that. He says something to that effect. And then he ultimately lets himself get destroyed. And that's another thing where he doesn't actually die. He still survives the final fight. They don't do a cop-out where, you know, oh, Aruto never actually hits him in the kick. No, he fucking blows yeah, his I shit Yeah, I thought out. legit, oh, yeah. Aruto's going to stop halfway and he's not going to actually kick him. No, no, and he does, but he doesn't actually die. He just he just fucking tanks that shit, which is great. I mean, granted, he gets his fucking skull caved open. You can see all the, like, the, the makeup the was beautiful. Bleeding through. Yeah. Really oh, I love the... Can, pro- can I that was say, one thing about that shit. Go, I thought they were legit going to go, like, full-on out-of-suit fight. I was like, oh, shit, are they actually going to do this? That'd be fucking amazing. They do, they do some bits where they have the juxtaposition where it's like we cut from them being in the suit, and then they're out of suit, and then they're in the suit, and then they're out of suit. But we don't go, we don't, again, I think everybody was kind of expecting a full, like, Kuga, where they just straight up fucking fist fight each other. That would have been so fucking good. Can we, can we please get a finale? I know Saber's not going to do it because this whole thing's a fucking sword, but can we get a finale where they're just out of suit beating the fuck out of each other? That's that's No, we're not going to get that. that. I think that would have been cool, but I'm not going to be like... Oh, the fight sucks because they didn't do it. No, no, the obviously, but really, I, I just, really I just hope one day we can get that again because that would be so fucking cool. We, we need more out of suit fights, but yeah, this, like I said, this, this fight legitimately was, it's, it's been the, the only fight I can think of where I felt this much. Oh shit, that was fucking awesome. Was honestly since like mock beat gold drive, and even that, that was, a, <laughs> and even then that was like a fucking squash. I mean, yeah, but it. it it's a similar fight, and I get what you mean there, where it's got that emotion to it, but it's still like this fight actually rules unironically. Yeah, because like, because so, again, it's not beam spam, it's not CGI spam. It's like, no, these guys are doing it. The the only thing I didn't like about the finale is immediately after the fight, we just jump ahead. There's uh, and everything's just fine now. They. The last few episodes, they had been setting up like the human gears were going full berserk. You know, if Horby wins, humanity's dead. If Arta wins, humanity's dead. Because either way, the uh, human gears are going to go full riot and kill all humans, regardless. And it's like they're they're bound, pashing down the doors of Hedon Corp. They're about to fucking murder the vice pres. Basically, it's gone full nightmare scenario, and they're basically set up like. We need to stop this final fight from happening because no matter what happens, we're all fucked. And they fail, and the final fight still happens, and then everybody's just fine again. Oh, yeah. I, and the problem is that, like, it's not clear how much time has passed. It, literally, all we needed was, like, a caption on screen that said, 
you know, like three months later, four months later, one year later, you know, one year later, just a fucking time skip. We needed to establish that there was a time skip of anything more than like a couple of days because we immediately jumped from like full human gear riots. It's like, okay, well, everything's fine. Human gears have rights now, basically, you know, we're, we're starting to treat them like they're real people. Uh, the satellite got rebuilt. Thouser is still a joke staying in the fucking electrical room with his dog army now. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's just <laughs> getting a fucking dog rising. Yeah, he, he got, yeah. remember, he got kicked out of being president and was put in charge of the Thouser division. That was so And he just yeah, that, that, that fucking happened where he got fired, and but he still had the belt, even though he never used it again. Uh, and then it blew up, but then he just got a new one. Again, they introduce like a new head of Zaya, and they don't do anything with him at all. He's and apparently then, the guy who brought Jin back, but we don't know how he brought him back. Yeah, was, yeah, he was. Jin was working for him the whole time ever since he came back. But it's again, we never found out how Jin got rebuilt, uh, or how not he got that earpiece. Yeah, uh, Har- Horobi got rebuilt, and he has one of those now too. I guess for some reason. Um, and now, uh, Horby is, again, Horby's alive, still out there. He's not, like, in prison. He's not serving any kind of, like, sentence. You know, again, he's a robot. What do you do? Do you put a robot on trial? Do you put a robot, you know, in jail? What you, he's a fucking robot. You've, well, they've shown that, they've shown that, that, mo, that there are human users that, that are attorneys, so uh, it's not that plausible for, their, for them to be I, stood on trial, but then again, they don't the go into that, it. Like, Horby killed so many fucking people that just he's just still out there and we don't get any justification for why he is we don't ex- we're never explained how he's st- again how he got rebuilt who rebuilt him how Jin got rebuilt they kind of set it up where like oh they're restoring his memories in the final episode there but like how did he get a new body uh, Horby's running around being Humagear Batman now I guess. pretty much like, there's they're still fucking calling themselves Metsubo Jinrai, which, you know, kind of reduces the uh, the message there that he's got where, oh, he's turned over a new leaf. Now he's hunting, you know, people who are going to become the new Ark. But he's still, it'd be like if fucking Al-Qaeda became the good guy, but they still <laughs> called themselves Al-Qaeda. And they didn't at all, like, do anything to redeem themselves with the actions they but, but But that, but that I mean, that kind of goes back to the whole thing. Jarring. That kind of goes back to the whole thing of, like, we don't under we like there's too many things that were introduced that they're never going to explain they're not going to explain in the movie i doubt they're going to explain it in the v cinema if those are even going to be a thing moving forward so it's like well the fact that they haven't announced one yet is surprising because usually they do but considering that we didn't get the summer movie they saved the after show announcement for that i assume we might not even get one but we might get one later or they'll Either just way, do it to straight to movie. Uh, they'll try, they may do it straight to video. Yeah. So Yaiba is now in charge of Ames. That happens in like the second to last episode, just kind of offhandedly. With Naki. Uh, Naki. Not yeah. Naki became a cop with uh, Ames, which is they they there's like a one line questioning of it. it's like a humagear a humagear cop and it's like. Well, we need to let them be able to decide for you know if we're gonna let them be treated as uh like real people. We need to let them decide how they want to do it. And if they want to become, you know, 
you know, they, if they want to be the police for rogue AI, then we should let them. You know, again, nobody questions the fact that the, the robot terrorist is now a cop, but whatever. It, you know, um, the funny thing is with them being public servants, don't you think that, like, especially when you saw that in the Fireman episode, that the Zaya specs would have gone well with the Huma Gears? Like, ba- like, basically send the Huma Gear in to do the dangerous job, but then have the other guy in the background using the Zaya specs to basically give them a lookout to be like, oh, look, you got somebody up on the roof. Basically, yeah. yeah. I I don't know. Again, there's the problem of there's no like justification of how much time has passed, so <sighs> I guess everybody's just fine with the fucking terrorists being around and free and being public. Oh, it's fine. He's Batman. Ik- Ikazuchi gets his old job back. Uh, <laughs> That's but true. But again, nobody, fuck- nobody even remembered that he was a member of Metsubo Jinrai, so whatever. Um... Fuwa's running around being a, like a fucking hobo rider, even though he doesn't have his powers, he's still calling himself a common rider, uh, which is shown in the greatest scene where some lady crashed her car and Fuwa's idea of rescuing her is to smash the glass on the windows and then pull the door off, rip the fucking door off the hinge. Why uh, though? Why doesn't he just open because, it? Why because fucking not. not? Why did he smash the window before ripping the door? Why did he it's even rip be- the door Jay, open? Obviously, obviously, that was to get a better grip. Obviously, I mean, of course. Yeah. <laughs> why did why why bother ripping the door off at all if you're going to smash the window? Also, why <laughs> not just open it? Just fucking lift the car and then throw it out of danger. <laughs> Wait, Wait, right? I don't fucking know. How much you want to? How much you want to bet he started that accident? Maybe. No, that does. That's no, no. <laughs> I mean, unless he did it accidentally. Well, I mean, he needed... I think he was just thinking one day, gee, I really want to rip the door off of a car. What could... Eh, that'll yeah, do! Yeah, that's not, that's not Fuwa. <laughs> yeah, that's not Fuwa. That's, that's a bad joke. Uh, I mean... But, I, I, again, I, I like what they set up with all the characters post the, uh, the... With the epilogue there. But the fact that there's just, like... It's not clear how much time has passed since the final fight. It just makes everything really jarring and weird and don't forget eden just, yeah uh there we get the the tease of the the movie villain who is not the final scene of the episode because then they don't get yelled at by the parents again almost taken to court um <laughs> uh, eden looks sick by the way uh i i hate the fact that i am now waiting a year and a half to see the new movie um don't worry jay nothing uh, important so, is gonna happen in it eh probably not uh, and then the, the real final scene is we have Izu back, and as I mentioned, you know, <laughs> she doesn't have her memories back. She, they just rebuilt her. Uh, has no memories. She's a total blank slate. Uh, Aruto kind of seemed like he was hoping that, oh, she would have her memories back. It's like he, he tries her little, like, ID key thing. It's like, can't read. Can't read. It's like, all right. So they kind of set up a thing where Izu's back, and he's just kind of trying to teach her to become Izu again. I like that. That's a nice little setup, and it kind of goes full circle where we, we start the show where they're meeting and they're bonding, and now here's the ending of the show where they're meeting and they're bonding I'm, again. I'm going to be honest. I kind of wish that they had left her dead. And hear me out on this one. Hear I mean, me I mean, out on this me one. Me too. Because remember how, how he be, when he became Ark, Azu was all around him. I could. I mean, I really liked. It. I. I. I thought that he was having a really bad psychological breakdown to the point of he want. He kept Azu around because she looked like Izu, 
and I, I get, like, oh, we're supposed to have a happy ending. You don't know it's, why she looked like Izu, but she did. Um, I, the thing is, what I'm, uh, yeah, that that's never explained why she looks like that. I think she said it's the Ark's will. Yeah, or the Ark's like, will. But here's the thing. Because the Ark willed it I, everything else. I really would have liked it if they kept her dead, because then it would have been, like, him having to go on with life without Izu. Because that's a natural part of life where you, where, like, if, if it had, it's justified why he became Ark, because he, he cared about Izu a lot. And you don't just do that for just someone. You do that for somebody who is really, really a part of your life. Uh, and, and see, the thing in, is... And in to... life, we lose, we lose people. And you gotta move on with your life and realize that sometimes they're not going to be there. And then bringing that back, and I would have liked to have seen Aruto handling that, where he said, "I know she's dead. I could just re recreate her, but it wouldn't be the same." Well, well, see, that's the thing. I was gonna jump off of that. It would have been a little too little, too late, obviously. But then they would have actually, you know, given weight to the fact that oh, they can't just rebuild these things. Once they are gone, they are gone. The singularity will not come with them. They none of this will come with them. You like you said, you can rebuild her like he did, but it will not be her. She'll be different in the in the end. It's it's kind of like the same thing of like, if you would clone somebody, would it really be them? You know what I mean? It's like, like it's that same, episode. It's the it's same. Like that episode, it's a, sorry, going on. It's it's the same thing. So it's like, I would like that idea, but I think it would have been a little too little too late to give us that payoff because it, we already saw that. With Jin, you can do it. With Horobi, you can do it. Why, why Izu? Why is she so special? Because it, she's like, the only one. It's like that episode with the voice actor uh, Huma Gear, where the father brought, oh, he made her because she looks like oh, he made her to look like his dead daughter. And I, they, they tell him, look, it, it's you can't do that because how are you supposed to live with your life then, knowing that she's? I know that you miss her, but. She's not coming back. This isn't your daughter. You can make her look like your daughter. You can make her do what her daughter was set out to do. It's not going to be her, though. Though, though to be fair with that one, they actually put a legal reason where they said no yeah. against the law to make somebody... Which I don't really understand, but I can kind of get where they're coming from, where they made it against I mean, the law to make somebody... They brought it up dead. once, and then On they never did hand, it. hand, it's... It being against the law only exists because the episode's plot needed it. Of course. Yeah. On the other hand, in a universe where you have ultimately, you know, ultra-realistic humanoid robots that look exactly like real humans, making them look like somebody who already exists, despite the fact that they have the big bulky headgear things, but you can just cover those up, obviously. You can just, you know, chroma key those out or whatever. They you know, even did that. entirely redundant. Yeah. You, you have this, this situation where... You can just make a robot that looks and acts like a real person. So making it look like a person who already exists is obviously a big legal gray it's a, it's a cr um, Yeah, it's, it's um, kind of like the deep fakes. It's freaky. It, it's, it's something where in real life, obviously this would be a thing that is against the law. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, the only reason it's established as being a law is because the episode plot needed it. Uh, like, like I was saying, I, I, do, I do find the idea of them bringing Izu back a very big cop-out. Because, like we already said, if she's not even the same Izu and he's just going to restart, that's kind of a bad message to send to what you're, to the audience. Because it's like, if you want her back, I guess, if you want someone who's dead, just make him again. I don't know, that just, 
it didn't sit right with me, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for one, that message doesn't really make any sense because there's no real, you can't just make another person. It doesn't really. No, I know. Like but like it, it kind of make it kind of makes this, the, the weight of her, uh, the weight of death kind of just seem meaningless, which granted they already did that beforehand with Jin twice, but you know, I'll agree that bringing her back is kind of a cop out. It's not as bad as say bringing Philip back or bringing uh, who ever who who died recently who just came. Oh, back. Uh, uh, oh everybody in Zio. Everybody in Build. Everybody in Zio. Everybody in uh, Ghost. Everybody in fucking. No one's ever really gone. Exade, kind of, sort of. Well, Poppy really. and Pallid, um, but see that's the see, well, but yeah. that's the problem. And I and I and I think you will agree. Most of the people who have been dying. Like in like in Exit, they're not human, so of course you can bring them back. In Zio, exactly. you can just use time travel. In Ghost, nobody really stayed dead because oh, they're just ghosts now. But there's a way to bring them back because of the sage. There's always some kind of really dumb cop out way to bring them back, and I, that's why that's I, why when she died, I just didn't feel anything. That's why I wasn't surprised, nor was I angry when they brought her back, because obviously, again, she's just a robot. You can just make a new exactly. one. Exactly. And I'm fine with her not having her memories again. I don't, again, I disagree that their whole, it, it kind of cheap, it does cheapen the death by bringing her back, but, you know, it would be cheaper, it would be a cheap death if it, you know, she was just exactly the same. She just had her memories back again completely. Yeah. Her being like a blank slate, at least there's still, like, a consequence to it. It's fine. I thought it was okay. Uh, I again, I would have preferred if she just did, just stated completely. But I don't hate that they brought her. I, I mean, they want to br- bring her actress gripe- back. They want to bring her actress back. So I'm like, I'm, I'm all good with having Izu's actress come back. I just, well, I, just I was gonna say, I think my gripe, I think my gripe is more to the fact that this is a symptom of what they've been doing with Des and Ryder, not the actual disease itself. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it, if this was just a one-off thing, like, if we didn't have Philip, if we didn't have Zeo, if we didn't have Ghost or Exit or any of that shit, I think I wouldn't have minded it as much. But I think because of all that shit in my mind, it, it just kind of annoys me more than it probably should, to me personally. Um, I think I agree there where if, it, if this were, like, the first time this had ever happened, I think I would have been more mad. But, again, still, this is a case where it's not egregious because, again, she's just a robot. Yeah, not like when Phil it's came back. It was just, like, full-on just Human. Back. Yeah. It's fine that you can't – you can rebuild her. It's fine – you know, again, her not having her memories back is a fine uh, fine payback, I guess. Mm-hmm. A fine caveat yeah. with bringing her back. If, again, if she was just completely fine again and back and had her memories – I think it would have been way that worse. Would, yeah, that would have. If, again, if it was like, again, with with like X-Aid, where both Poppy and Pal- uh, Pallid just basically get erased like everybody else, but they just get better because fuck you. <laughs> they do. That, that was that, that was, was awful. Bad. Yeah. That was bad. But here it's fine. Here it's fine because, again, there's at least some consequence to what happened, and it's it's not obnoxious about it. So uh, before we get into our final thoughts, just a couple of small, smaller things. Uh, suits, they were... I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think I liked most, if not all, the suits in the show. They were all good. They were all I very think, nice. Simple. I think my, very simple. I think my, I think my least favorite was uh, was Jin's first one, 
but uh, but uh, burning I I liked more than that. But that's oh, I love that's burning. the only. I actually, I actually liked flying better than Burning, yeah. personally. Uh, that's just me. I, yeah, I, all, all the suits were really Yeah, they good. were. Uh, you know, as mentioned, all the fight scenes, all the choreography was great. Actors were great. Music was great. Oh, the um, music was the a music. very big standout for this fucking yeah. show. Very, very jazzy. Big. I love... Look, I'm going to be honest. I, I hope that the OST... Uh, someone buys the OST as well, because I love the soundtrack to this fucking show. It's gorgeous. A oh, little bit I, on the uh, rip-offy side, as I noticed in the morning, but uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but yeah, I I no. love the fucking soundtrack to this show. Um, I guess would that but, be? Oh, sorry, go for it. I mean, yeah, that that's pretty much it. Uh, the the usuals of, of course, they're always fine. The fights are good. The music's great. Suits are great. Um, it's pretty much it. Other than to talk about, I mean, we usually never really have any more than this is good, this is bad. So. so with that being said, I guess we're going to be into our final thoughts. So you know what? I want to give it to Phil because I don't think I've ever given it to him first for final thoughts. So Phil, go for it. Uh, it was overall zero one is it's not a terrible show, but it's not a fantastic show. It's 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 got problems, especially that tournament arc and Thouser. But I can look past it. And did I, I? I binged this thing. Everybody knows, like from like the past few months of recording. Yeah, where you, I said, you didn't oh, even I, binge like the last few. You went from like episode three all the way so far. Yeah, I went episode three to like episode forty-one. I gotta say, yeah, it was up to episode forty-one. I went like straight through in like three days, and it was. I I enjoyed it. Would it have been? I I did enjoy it. Do did I? Do you think? Do I think? I would have had a different opinion if I'd let it sink in for a year. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I I enjoyed it. I There were times where I had a lot of fun. Even with the negatives, I still had fun. It was much better than Zio. Much better than Zio. Oh, well, that, 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 that's, that's, I would say that's almost an unfair comparison. The, and you know what? I'll, I'll say it right now. Izu's fucking adorable. She's fucking adorable. I, I want to I, I wanna give her, like, all the hugs. I want to give her all the hugs. Damn, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> you want an easy... Everybody wants an easy. Uh, so, Jay. Yes. Overall, I enjoyed the show for the most part. Um, I, who was... I think the I think I was the only one who was watching it, like, weekly. Uh, I kind of got it where, as the show was starting to decline, I felt the decline going week by week by week. And I was starting, like, and again, if it weren't for the fact that I know we were going to do an episode, I might have honestly dropped oh, it at shit. some point. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that, that's actually kind of surprising to hear. Around, yeah. Jay usually uh, sticks with not it. Saying, not, saying, not saying I got close. I think I m- probably wouldn't have. I mean, I fucking sat through all of Ghost, and you, I wasn't even planning on, we, I wasn't even on the show yet when I did that. Uh, so, I... I really did feel a point where I was just like, I am done with this show. I wanted to be over already. And then there was the massive delays, and then production kind of halted. And then when it came back, it started getting really good again. And it kind of made me a little disappointed. It's like, okay, this is finally when the show is getting good, when there's no time left to do anything with it. And that's what disappoint. Overall, the show kind of disappointed me because there was all this wasted potential to it. It was 
great. It was really great at a lot of points, but that whole middle section with the fucking job art and the whole delays and the changed production bullshit and all that ruined what could have been a really great start. I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people are saying, but it definitely, definitely is not a particularly great start mm-hmm. overall. Um, yeah, I guess I'm gonna finish up. Uh, I'm I'm kind of like an invert. I'm kind of like a mix between Jay and Phil. Uh, when the fir- show first started, I was following it week to week. I stopped right at the end of the th- of the job arc, actually. Uh, and then I had just binged it, as anybody can in our server will know. I binged the rest of it. Overall, it's again. I you know I, I exaggerate. I do all this crappy. St- I do all this fun stuff, but in general, it's not a bad show. It's just very. I think I think uh, they both. I think Jay and Phil both hit it on the head. It's a very disappointing show because everything in it kind of set it up to be really good, especially those the the episodes right before Thouser came in. And I, I would even say once Thouser got introduced, it was really, really fucking good. Like I was waiting for every episode. I was like, yes, 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 I want more. And then the the job arc happened, which I'm sorry, anybody who likes that, no, that was an awful arc. It was terrible. It dragged. It was garbage. No, I don't care when anybody says, oh, but the ratings. No, the ratings were garbage, dude. The producer can pull off any fucking bullshit out of his ass. It's like Vince McMahon saying the ratings don't fucking matter. They do. It's garbage. It was awful. And I think that really made my enjoyment of the show just fucking plummet to the point where even I can admit the last few episodes really helped. They really did help. But like Jay said, there was no more time to do anything. There was nothing left there. And it sort of just, it, it left an empty feeling to where, all right, these episodes were really fucking good. And that final fight scene was amazing. But what does that leave you? It left basically an entire 10 episodes of this, what, 42, 41, ep- 41 42 episodes? 45? I don't remember. 45. 45 episodes. This basically 10 plus episodes of this 45 episode series feeling like a slog. And it just made it just. I, I'm sorry, but it just made it bad. Overall, I mean, I, again, it's not Zio. It's not Ghost. It's not even fucking Wizard. And it's definitely not as bad as Build's last third. I'd give it. If I had to give it a, a rating. C plus B minus. I think that's fair. That's a fair grade, I would say. Yeah, yeah that's about, about fair. Yeah, so overall, I think that's where I was. So now we're going to close the book on zero one and on to Saber. That pun, I was not intending it for it to be a pun, but there you go. Um, sure you were. Yeah. I, I, legit, I legitimately wasn't thinking about that. Um, but yeah. And so, that's Aruto. But yeah, so we're moving on to Saber. I said it on the server, and I probably jinxed it. It's going to be a great show, I hope. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to say it, man. That Ghost Rider, he's going to fucking, he's going to do it. He'll do it. He's going to pull it. He's going to pull a rabbit out of a hat. I sense, you know I sense I, doubt I, in uh, his if voice. If he does it, I'll, you know what? If he, if he does it, I will change my opinion on every single bad thing I've ever said about Ghost. Ooh! But yeah, so here we go with <laughs> Saber, guys. Another year... It's going to be interesting. So with that being said, we are going to be wrapping it up for tonight. As always, I am AJ. That's Jay. 
That is... Nighty night. Phil. Nighty night. <laughs> and we will see you guys for Wizard whenever that happens. See ya. Bye. See ya.